Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today is our six months roundup, and we even have a special guest. He's not that special, but he is a guest. So, uh, there was a bunch of stuff we just edited out because we're all terrible people <laughs> and made terrible jokes at Luke's expense. But... Luke is here with us because we want to talk about uh, what we've played so far this year, like we normally do, and we're also going to talk about what we're really looking forward to because there's been some big drops that happened recently, and, well, we're nerdy and we got kind of excited. Um, I just want to take a moment and say, if you have the Coronas, good luck. If you don't, good luck. Now, all that stuff aside, with me today is Craig. Yo! Special guest star wearing a fancy party hat but an evil goatee is Luke. Yo, I'm stroking my evil goatee right now. Could you stroke your hat instead? I don't have a hat. I don't even have any hair at the moment. Oh. I got the coronavirus. Ash, did you go fill like COVID cup? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I feel full oh, buzz cut. Nice. Are you straight from the delousing? Oh god, right, actually send a photo just just in the background, send a wee photo because I haven't seen you with no hair since I've known you I've always seen you with a head of bouncy L'Oreal hair okay, Are, are we done? Are, are we done? Yeah, we're done Okay, we're done. so also here uh, the patient's golem as always my good friend Mike Thank you, I am pre-Covid cut ready. Oh Ah uh, I have really short hair too, but that's just because I'm going bald and anything else looks ridiculous. Yeah. I've I've done like the COVID cut for about two like it was I've done it before it was cool. You were doing the Max Payne, like head shaved, big beard. Yep. That's that. Okay, now that uh you know all of our grooming matters. Uh, oh my god, look. Is that even you? <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> you know, you try to be professional. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's fine. So, uh, besides the entire world, the United States in particular, going absolutely bug nuts so far, how has your six months been in terms of video games only, please? Well, politically. <laughs> <laughs> Health-wise. Hmm. Uh... <laughs> No, I would say the past six months has been slow and steady. For me, it's been a couple of 2020 games mixed in with an inordinate amount of backlog and old games and replaying games. It's been quite slow, let's be honest, compared to this time last year when I think our mid-2019 episode was jam-packed full of amazing things that I can't remember. Um, This year has been a slow one. Uh, yeah, by this time last year, our wallets were hurting. I think. Yeah, yeah, you would like Monster Hunter for a start, but there was more than ju- there was Horizon as well for me. Um, no, I think Monster Hunter was the only game that came out in the first six months of last year. Yeah, yeah, it would have been, it would have been, but I mean, in terms of like being excited about things. <laughs> um, Luke. Yo. Um. Yeah. So, hi guys. It's been a while. How is everyone? Are we not doing that right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. it's not that kind of podcast. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, what is your age sex location? Um, yeah. So the first three months, I don't think I played a video game. I uh, I got a new job, been doing loads of housework. And in the following three months, I've completed quite a lot, mostly backlog stuff. But I'm on like a bit of a 
I don't know, just bouncing around games at the moment, hunting for trophies, which I've not done for a good while, and I'm having a good time. Um, I haven't played much new, like, but <laughs> this 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 podcast, I think, is going to be a uh, what games from the past have you played that you like this year? Because there hasn't been much <laughs> out, huh? No, it's been pretty. It's been pretty slow. Um, Mike, uh, have you been leaning more towards backlog, or are you trying to stay current? Ah. Uh, a mix, a mix. It's it's been the year of the PC for me for a short-lived period. Um, I got my new graphics card last year. I started off the year going strong on the PC front, and then finally it flaked away, and I realised what what a whole shit that is, and went back to my <laughs> PS4 again. Um, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of Switch time too. Um, yeah, quite a lot of old stuff. Uh, a few new things, but mostly sort of backlog material. But it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm I'm surprised I managed to play as much as I've been able to because I I don't know. You don't get as much free time as you might think, even if you're a you you're supposed to have all the free time in the world. But hey, um, that's why you lock yourself in a closet with a PS One with that little flip LCD screen, <laughs> and you play as much Ridge Racer as a man can handle. Ah. Uh, Myself, uh, I've had the restriction I put on myself of I only want to play like maybe 12 new games this year because during that console gen Switch thing that's going on, not the actual Switch, but the the big Switch, um, that tends to be a really good time for me to catch up on, wow, I really thought I'd play this within the last two years, but I didn't. So I've been been catching up on a lot of old stuff too. I have played, I think out of all of us, I've probably played the most 2020 games. And I've only played like five, but uh, we will see. If this is your first like half year thing of ours, uh, first welcome. Have a cup of punch, maybe a cookie. And uh, the way this works is we all brought three games that we played this year. They don't necessarily have to be from this year, but you know we played them for the first time this year, and we all brought three that we wanted to discuss. And after we go through that kind of stuff, we're going to talk about uh, what we're looking forward to and. Well, we'll see what where we go from there. I mean, we may all be dead by the end of this. So, who wants to be the first guy to run through that paper barrier and go? This is what I want to talk about. Not me. Yeah, jeez. Oh, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, thank you, Luke. I've just I've got a feeling that people will bring up what I want to talk about, and then I can pick something else. I'll be honest. Oh, you're a vulture, sir. <laughs> yes, a vulture. <laughs> Cool. All, All right, right, guys. Before you start, Luke, if it seems like something Craig will like, don't pick it. <laughs> um, it's too late. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. So first game I'm going to pick is uh, Mario Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, um, which I picked up on the Switch in the I think it was in the spring sale. And I just couldn't put it down. Uh, I might even played it when I was supposed to be working. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, really, really good game. I think I got it for like £7.50. Um, and it's been the first time in a long time that I've, you know, stayed up till one or two in the morning when I've got work the next day to to play it. Um, for anyone that hasn't played it, it's an Ubisoft game where you play against... Uh, so it's like a how would you describe it XCOM style XCOM? Yeah. strategy yeah. game but instead of um, aliens and 
whatever else you're playing as party members from the Mario games as well as the Annoying Rabbids uh, and I think that's the main reason why I didn't play it but it's great it's just amazing it's um you you can only pick two people from the Mario world so you have to take one rabbit but each rabbit is based on a is based on a character from the Mario world so it'll be like a, a messed up Luigi or whatnot um and they've got a lot of charm they're they're quite quirky I to be honest I, I wasn't that keen on them to begin with but by the end I quite enjoyed how crazy they were um yeah. And yeah, it for just... me it was the opera battle. Once you got to the opera battle, it's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, all right, rabbits are okay. Yeah. The, the, at the start, I took them at the, I I pitched them at the same level as minions. Yes. And then they very quickly rose above that. Yes, yes. Uh, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, these are just so annoying. But um, no, it's, it's really good. And for me, the, I mean, it doesn't go into as much depth as uh, the XCOM games. But for for just something that I could play. On my on the switch or plug it into the TV, um, yeah, just perfect. So, um, I understand everyone else has had a pretty good time with this. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I absolute absolute blast. I think I got it in the same, not the same sale because it was before that, but I got it in a sale. I yeah. had so much fun. Like I actually genuinely think it's better than XCOM. Oh, I really? Oh, <laughs> I really oh, like oh. it. Um, I don't know. Oh, I, I'm gonna agree with you, Craig. Like, it doesn't have that annoying probability thing, you know, where you run up, you got a ninety-nine percent chance of a shot, and it still fails. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. It's just it's getting <laughs> raging from uh... you. <laughs> That's not what this is about, Dave. So, like, let's just move All right, on. So, we're gonna skip the six-month thing, and we're gonna talk about why XCOM is <laughs> glorious. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I really enjoyed the Mario vs. Rabbids thing too. Um, I especially enjoyed the DLC because you got to play as Donkey Kong mm-hmm. and that's a siren song for me. But um, the only problem I had with it was it was a little too easy. But, I, you know, like you said, it's not really meant to flex those same muscles as something like XCOM does. It, it was very much a light, breezy, fun while still being a strategy game. And it was... Uh, fairly open in terms of like what you could do. Like once you figure out, oh, if I slide into the person, jump off Rabid Luigi, jump back onto the guy, land by cover, and then shoot him from there. You know, I mean, it, it's got a lot of openness. Like I, I kind of agree, XCOM doesn't. It's way more open and playgroundy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it pulls it's, it's a, it pulls fun. the Mario world straight into it, it as well and jumps off a lot of that. Um, yeah, like the the thing that Luigi's it doesn't have stuff. that XCOM does have is it doesn't have any stress. Yeah, (laughs) that's kind of like the extra bit that like XCOM has additional stress and that kind of feeling of dread, but Mario doesn't. Even if the same sort of difficulty, how could you be stressy at those wee guys? Yeah, it doesn't have the permadeath thing either. No, no, yeah. Although you know, permadeathing Peach would be an interesting game mechanic. (laughs) Um, I, the only problem I really had was those bits between the battles, like uh, oh, with the, with yeah, the, they were the kind of felt flat. Yeah, rolling through a tube to go some a tube a what's a pipe? Jesus, I am. It's I'm, called a warp pipe. A warp <laughs> rolling through a tube. I'm one hundred percent certain that the people that created you know the level of boo um, where it's like an old city that's burnt down. I'm certain that's the same people that made Stormwind in World of Warcraft because it had a very similar music and like everything else was exactly the same 
I, I was I getting to the point where I was going to start looking up people's profiles on LinkedIn, trying to figure out who made that. <laughs> like, this has got to be it. I'm surprised you didn't just put up Warcraft and lose six months of your life. Mike, any thoughts? Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I've literally played an hour of it. That's that's my that's my lot. I, I picked it up in the sale again. Good price. <laughs> um, seems seems like seems like something I will return to. But it's just I I had a huge backlog of Switch games and I'm I'm slowly getting through them. Um, my best way at the moment of checking what to play next on the Switch seems to be there's a little secret feature where uh, if you look at your profile. In fact, I, no, no. If you look at the library and then press the R, R button, it shows them by like amount of time played. I know it doesn't really show it properly anywhere, but uh, at the very bottom of the list, it's waiting there. So it's 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 not joined by too many things. I think I've got uh, Xenoblade Torner and something else, but it's it's not far off being played. And uh, yeah, I liked what I saw of it so far. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Who's up next? Bet. Oh well, go on. While while I'm here, why not? So, uh, yeah, this year this year marks the return of uh, Streets of Rage Four, or Streets of Rage series in terms of oh, Streets of Rage Four. Which you, which <laughs> apologies apologies to anyone else who may have chose this, but uh, I I'm I'm a huge Streets of Rage one and two fan. Not so much three. Um, and getting a new entry in this series, especially being a such a such a loving little thing, and being free on Game Pass as a bonus was a was excellent. So this is this this has pretty much as much Streets of Rage characters as you'd like. New ones which are good, old ones which which look nice and sort of feel feel just as good as they did before. Uh, gameplay is pretty much exactly as you remember it, but a little bit better. There's a nice flow to the game. The bosses are decent. Mm, stages look good. There's enough little little sort of um, Easter eggs hidden in there for you to keep an eye on, and the only thing I'm missing is playing a good, good little bit of co-op with, with possibly you guys. So, um, anyone else played like, it? I'm up for that. I'll, I'll play that as well. I yeah. I haven't played it, and it's been sitting on my Xbox in the tiles, but just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm traditional. I'm pish at Streets of Rage, <laughs> like. Absolutely. I don't know what it is about depth perception or I, do, I can't blame it on anything in particular. I'm just rubbish at it. But I really, really, really am intrigued with it. And it was always about that playing at co-op. So if you want to pick it up and then carry me through the levels, I'm absolutely I'm happy with that. <laughs> um, you know, the the best thing about the game is they've, they've added quite a lot. So it's the it's the dot .emo guys. They um they made um, the Dragon Strap Wonderboy uh, remaster, which Dave and I went on about uh, last ace year, I, I believe is how you would describe it yeah yeah such a good game and um so when i heard those guys were making it i was quite excited for it but um they've totally nailed it out of the park it's just it's just beautiful um the animation especially is great and the music on top they've done like quite a cool thing of um of pulling in some of the old soundtracks and like similar sort of levels and and yeah it's just great but what i think the best bit about it is that They've um they've added a lot of depth to the combat and they've made it kind of almost bloodborne esque where you know if you take damage if you hit back quick enough you'll you'll reclaim your health in bloodborne. In this game, um 
you can use your specials and that'll that'll decrease your health as it did in the previous ones but as long as you don't take another hit you can then uh, reclaim your health with every punch you make but the the cool oh so it's kind of like gray health in a fighting game yeah yeah definitely um and the best thing about it is you can't block in these games so if you take a hit that's it you're, there's no way to avoid it but you can whilst you're doing a special you're invulnerable so you can then use that to then you know as your block mechanic but there's three different specials that all do different things one will like traverse you across the world one will be you know a clear everything around you and the other one will be like a jumping attack so you can then build up different combos using this and you can juggle enemies off of walls and it can get really really cool like the first time i played it, i thought it was quite hard and then as i've played it more i've been able to play it on hard and even ultra hard and i'm I'm starting to learn it so i think that's the best bit about it is that there's replayability there you've totally not like like unsold it because it sounds hella complicated <laughs> like can well, you not just cool wander about and punch 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 slide yeah punch but- you don't have to do any of that stuff. Okay, that's just, cool. Phew. You can take it on a, like, the like the, <laughs> the the best thing about the game is you can like so you can unlock pretty much much every character and that'll take like maybe ten to twenty hours of playthrough. Mm-hmm. You can complete the game in roughly an hour. So you can see there's loads to do, but okay. it's up to you if you want to engage on that level. You can just stick it on easy and just punch your way through it like I did for the first couple hours, or you can build up some strategy to it. Yeah, um, and, and like how how many Streets of Rage sort of games are there these days where you get a game and you sort of you do want to play through it multiple times? Because I, re- I remember back in the day you'd play Streets of Rage two and you'd you'd boot it up straight after finishing it, jump yeah, jump straight yeah. in again with new characters and it's it's got no. that to it. I I don't know in the long term if it if it can really hold. Like I think I've said before, I think I completed Streets of Rage two about fifty times, something in excess of that, but. This one, I, th- I think I finished maybe about seven times so far. Uh, I've got many years ahead to tr- try that, but <laughs> now it's, it's holding um, up so far. If you've been with us a long time, you remember when we did Streets of Rage two, and we yeah. did we did a terrible episode that nobody should listen to. But uh, I'm not a big Streets of Rage guy. I think it's poop. Um, does this? I mean, but you know, this is new guys, a new game, and all that. Does this at least sit at like uh, Double well, Dragon Neon levels? What What I wanted to say before, Dave, was the Capcom Capcom collection has has been about for a good while now. Yeah, you get yeah, you know, Battle Circuit, all sorts of stuff. Battle Circuit is the most recent one I I completed to finish off the entire collection. There, I would say this game beats pretty much everyone in that package. So that's, that's uh, Battle Circuit's pretty good. Like like. Huh. Armored Warrior is also really... And I mean, that's the thing. I don't play a lot of beat-em-ups that don't end with warriors and have some dynasty or samurai in front of it. Um, mm. But yeah, like Double Dragon Neon, I think, was the last one that I was like, oh, hey, this is this is really good. Would you guys say it's at least at that level? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, then um, I'm kind of sold on it. Because, yeah... It's the Easter eggs, I think, as well. Like anyone who's a fan of the Streets of Rage games, um, I won't spoil anything for you. But you, as I say, you can unlock pretty much every character. But mm. you can also do some really cool things with, like, it's got some nod backs to previous, previous enemies or bosses, or you can even like replay levels as they looked before. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of love gone into it. Yeah, I'll at least have to check it out because I'm a fan of those guys, like like Wonder Boy. Even though I don't like Wonder Boy, I really liked that game. That was that was really good. Yeah, it was ASA. 
Um, Craig, you want to go? Yes. Oh, if I have to. But yeah, yeah, okay, why not? Um, like you, Luke, saying that you wanted to play some co-op, potentially unlocked something for me in my brain, so I'm not going to go with my original thing that I was going to say, and I'm not even going to name the game. I was going to say, cheeky, wait for it to sneak <laughs> cheeky, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say, uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, which is a 2020 oh. game. Hey! Um, I know, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah, I've done something. Um, played that earlier in the year. It was on Game Pass, and it's fantastic. It is a first-person platforming Metroidvania-esque adventure around the planet, and you just basically wander about with cute little animals that you sadly have to explode. Um, <laughs> and it's just... Look, you played this as well. I'm sure you told me to play it, or or you recommended it, or something. It's yeah, just a, sorry, it's totally sorry your game. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's like a really nice adventure, and it's you can play it co-op. Basically, you're dumped on a planet, you're shot off, dumped on a planet, and it's got all the comedy of you know, like you're going on an adventure and you're going to die, but send us some data before you do. Type funniness to it. Um, it's full, chock full of fake advertising and it's got a wee, a wee sense of cheekiness to that as well. And you just wander about picking up things and getting new powers. It's utterly... It's it's just a funny wee laugh. It's about 10, 10 11, 12 hours or something like that worth of gaming that I do not regret in the slightest. And I think my biggest regret about the whole thing is not going through it blind with someone else in yeah, co-op. Yeah blind i can imagine you know can you imagine two people going through it blind at the same time because it's just like it's bunker nuts in places some of the things you have, look like there's an all in orange yeah. gloop pick up orange gloop and eat it okay <laughs> and it's just like it's just like really random wee things you have to do and there's some optional bosses which are actually magnificently complicated massive scale bosses that you need to platform jump and shoot your way about and it just it just had something that caught me and i and i really enjoyed it yeah i i i, I think the most the thing that grabbed me first was the colors because it's got such a weird color scheme it's almost like a it's like a bowl of jelly almost <laughs> it's just like crazy like artificial colors but um yeah me and my friend played we played half of it actually we need to go back to it but we played like half of it in one night and it was just that oh look at this well what's this or what happens if i shoot that and just like it wasn't very objective it was more like oh like exploring and discovery sort of thing um yeah it's it's a it's a really good game it really reminded me of grow home for some reason like even though it looks nothing like that it's just that that discovery of um it seems to be very like traversal based and as you progress you get better ways to traverse the world and like the bit where you um you you kind of like make your own grips to climb up walls oh, and yeah. stuff that was cool yeah yeah it's, it just has it has some really cool mechanics it's got your usual kind of like grappling hook style stuff but it has got a you can shoot a block on a wall which you can then grapple to so you can kind of cheese your way yeah. about bits and you can jump about the place the whole game like there's two endings to it as well not to spoil either of them but you've got an objective from the company in inverted commas of discovering whatever it is about the planet 
but your secondary objective is always get enough fuel to get home and you can literally just run about grab all the fuel you need to get to get home and bugger off without even <laughs> engaging in a lot of the rest of the game so it's it's kind of it was ace that company it's the only game i can't remember the developer something like typhoon it's the only game they've released and after that they get bought up by google for developing first party stadia games uh, what and i'm like <laughs> Okay, that's kind of ruined an entire. Like they could have come out with some really good stuff, and they're just yeah. They're yeah, you're right. There. It's Typhoon. Sorry, is it's it Typhoon? Yep. Um, uh, bunch of Canadian it, gents. Bit bit of a shame, but well, maybe not a bit of a shame. It's not saying they're exclusive or anything, but it's it's that that's the tell of the quality that's there. They came out with this game. It was a short development period. They punted that out, and Google basically went. You've developed some AAA quality gaming here, compact AAA quality gaming. Let's just buy you. It's a testament to how good it is, and I, I totally agree. Yeah, it's it's on my list. Like from the trailer, it reminded me of like somebody took Slime Rancher and Outer Worlds and just kind of mushed them together because it it did remind me a lot of Outer Worlds. Yeah, it, it's but... a, it's a lot. It's actually a lot like Outer, Outer Worlds, just jumping about. There's lots of wee biomes. And it's a lot about collecting resources. Like you could say it's a wee... No, I'm not even going to say it's a wee bit No Man's Sky, but it's a wee bit... You've got a lot of resources to collect and if you kill that tiny wee cute bird, you'll get two points of whatever kind of resource, maybe oil or something. So you either murder a hundred birds or you go and find something else that you want to murder less or more. Um, I'd say the birds. It's... Ah. It's on Dave. If you want to play it one day, I'll, I'll play it with you just for the sake of. It, it's on my list. Like, I, like my Amazon list. I'll, like I'll be getting it fairly soon, hopefully. So I mean, yeah, I'd be open to it. It's cool. I'm just I'm going through the guys that started the studio, and one of them created Far Cry Four, and the other two worked on the Batman games, the Arkham uh, trilogy. Okay. Well, I would say one there is a real sign of quality, and the other one Far is Far Cry Four, a Ubisoft <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, to finish the first round, I am going to probably talk about what people figured I would talk about, and that is a game that's called Neo 2. Um, not only is, is this like one of the best games I've played so far this year, it's despite having some really stiff competition, I'm sure either me or Craig is going to bring up at some point, might be game of the year for me this early. Um, I, I platinumed it in 12 days. I just did not stop playing it. It was everything about the first game without the, um, like the first game had a little bit of jank involved in it, right? Like there was a little stuff that didn't work quite correctly and, you know, you could kind of jimmy your way around it. In this, it felt more like it has its own identity other than, hey, it's kind of like Souls with a Diablo loot system. There was just, um, there were more monsters, there were more bosses, there were more areas. Uh, I think the story was a little bit better, but I mean, if you give zero shits about Japanese history, you won't care about the story. Um, for me, this has supplanted souls. And I said, like, the first Neo was very close in terms of, do I like it more than I like souls? Uh, Neo 2, I think, is the best game of its type. And I realize it's not for everybody, especially with the medium, low, and high stance stuff going on. 
But uh, in this, they added cool transformation stuff, and it, it was you just had more tools in your toolkit. Um, it was a little bit on the easier side than Neo 1, so if it interests you and you were like, well, the difficulty is taking me off, try Neo 2. It, it's a slight bit easier. I mean, it's still not going to be, you know, like Mario and Rabbids, but it's one of the easier Souls-like games I've played. Uh, I realize nobody else here has played it, so I will just say, you know what, it's really good. And in a year that has one really stiff competitor and one that will be an incredibly stiff competitor for a game of the year, uh, it, it's standing pretty tall. So give it a shot if you like Souls Likes. Um, now, you guys. First question. What system has gotten the most play for you this year? PlayStation. Um, oh, Xbox actually, hang on. Sorry, That's a good Xbox question. 360. Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. I I instinctively said PlayStation because I set my PlayStation 4 and play it, but the bulk of my Bioware run through and everything else has been in the Xbox through the house. Uh, uh, 360 or, or One. One. How did everything play on that, by the way? Because I did my run-through on PS3, and, you know, there's some jank there. Absolutely flawless to the flawlessness. Like, I I didn't notice a single issue with any of the Mass Effects, Dragon Ages, nothing. Other than the jank that was present from them being Mass Effects or Dragon Age. (laughs) I've got to say, like, Mass Effect held up. In fact, I think I actually went up in my estimations slightly. All three of them, it's particularly third, went up in my estimations. Dragon Age dropped slightly two is not dreadful but it's not great and three has lowered slightly um one was great we've talked about that already but that's not what we're talking about tonight dave no no i'm sure we'll talk about it in the future so uh luke mike (laughs) yeah if you Uh, xbox one for me oh xbox one did you say yeah yeah sorry i've been um game passing it up quite a lot um a lot of my gaming has been oh let's try this game out let's try that game out and then uh finishing the games i like which has been cool and xbox's game pass is just designed for that i think yeah i mean i mean i I hope you're getting your money's worth yeah for like i think i spent 35 pounds for 16 months or something i've (laughs) well made oh yeah i've got my 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 money back yeah yeah Yeah, well, uh, on the other hand, I, I spent £120 for three years of Game Pass Ultimate, and I don't play the PC or the uh, Xbox <laughs> much, so that's, that's excellent. But uh, yeah, if, you, if you'd if asked me over the last seven years, I probably would have said PlayStation 4. This year is an anomaly where, like I said, I went to the PC. Uh, I want to say that I've played the Switch the most, but I think if you look at the number of hours I spent on Divinity Original Sin at the start of the year, it's probably going to be the PC by a decent margin still. But I think the Switch will overtake. So yeah, the Switch Switch has been fun. By the way, there's been all sorts of stuff I've been catching up. I've, I'm a nutter. I buy I buy the new Fire Emblem the day it comes out. I buy Splatoon two. I buy all sorts of stuff. Zelda, and and I just leave them on a shelf. So when I come back to them, uh, unlike the 3DS upstairs, which still has loads of sealed games, which I'm probably never going to play at this point. Um, yeah, I'm catching up on the Switch, and it's good. It's good. Good. Are uh, you playing mostly handheld or docked? 
A mechs? A mechs. If I can, I'll play I'll play on the TV because for the first time I bought a Fancy Pants Pro Controller, which is just very nice. And it, it does encourage you playing a bit more on the TV. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, a bit, bit of portable as well. Not while working, of course. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, don't tell my boss. Anyway. Um, myself... Uh, game number wise, it, it's probably going to be the PS4. But games hour wise, it's probably the Wii U, which is very strange to say. <laughs> what have you been playing on the Wii? U? Monster Hunter, please. No, no, no. no, no uh, anything pre generations was the goodbye to the old Monster <laughs> Hunter. We are all about the new Monster Hunter now. Uh, no, no. I I've been playing. Uh, I have a pretty big Wii library, and most of which I laughed at and then put on the shelf. But I figure now's like as good a time as any. So I've probably finished like uh, three or four Wii games this year. And I uh, mm. played a couple uh, uh, virtual console games on there. And it turns out Breath of Fire 1 and Breath of Fire 2, if you don't have a walkthrough, take an inordinate amount of time. And I was playing them on the <laughs> Wii U. So um, uh, it's okay. been kind of interesting to go back and play on a console that rightly everybody laughs at. <laughs> what what huh. Wii games were you playing? I played uh, Sin and Punishment Star Successor. I played uh, Dragon Quest Mask and the Mirror of the Goddess of the Tower of the Dragon. Whatever it's called. Is that the sword one? Yeah, yeah. The one where you use it like a sword. Um, Okay, yeah. uh, Battalion Wars 2, I finished... um... You know when you get like you you like typing software in a box, like typing in a box, like on some software, and as you type, the font gets smaller. I'm just imagining like the box <laughs> font. <there. laughs> uh, Dragon Quests are great games, but sometimes those titles are a little bit unwieldy. But uh, yeah, yeah, I've spent a lot of time on the old Wii U this year. It's been kind of fun to go back to, but like like number of games wise, it's probably PS4, or PS3, one of those two. All right, round two. Gentlemen. Oh, before we start, can I just ask, does anyone mind if I just nibble in crisps in the background? I will murder your tits. <laughs> You're edited, man. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, I obviously don't... wouldn't be eating crisps like... <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah if, you, if you want to edit it out, sure. I mean, that's your dime, buddy. Mousy buckets. <laughs> Now, now, hold on. You've said that before, Craig. And I get yeah. the mercy, and I get the bucket, but it's bur- Boku, not buckets. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. it's not even, there's not a T in there. How are you getting buckets? Ed, from a program, is it One Foot in the Grave over here? It was an old TV program, like, in the 90s, and there was a woman whose surname was Bucket, but she was... She thought she was middle class, so she ah. would go like, "Here, Mrs. Bucket," and she'd go, "It's bouquet." Okay, Mrs. all right. Bucket, Thank you for explaining yeah, that. Yeah. It bugged me the last couple of times you did that. It's quite all right. Is that right? <laughs> I do believe it to get a TV show. Mm, what? Hang that's... on, sing that again. <laughs> I do believe it. Yes, exactly. I is that. Yeah. It's that. What's the name that's of not. it? Is it? I, I don't that believe it. Else. That's Victor Mildrew. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh. oh, hang on. So is it the same TV program or is it something yeah, I'm not sure it is. I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> okay, right. One foot in the... One foot in the grave is... No, it's Victor Mildrew and it's... Uh... One foot in the grave, yeah. Oh, oh fuck. Anyway, Dave, it's oh, yeah. a TV Oops. program. 
I was going to mix something you. else. Uh, yeah. Now that our Benefic TV spot is done. Um, oh. All right, who's going round two? Keeping up appearances. Wasn't one foot in the oh. grave, it was keeping up appearances. That's why, because it was called keeping up Anyway, anyway, sorry. I was going to say the whole, the whole, you know, thinking you're posh but you're not sounded keeping up mm-hmm. appearances. But I know like four British shows. All right, so who's going next? Michael, I pick you. Okay, okay, okay. Well, Michael, I alluded to it already. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening for the Nintendo Switch available now. Um, this. <laughs> so, uh, to go back in history, I used to love video games before Street Fighter Two. Strangely enough, <laughs> but even best sense I've ever heard. <laughs> um, after Street Fighter 2, I I had I, I had to go on holiday. You know, I can't take Street Fighter 2 with me on holiday. And on the beaches of Spain, circa 1993, possibly, I was uh, I was playing this bad boy. And it was so ace. Cutting, cutting hens or cutting chickens or... Cuckoos? You know what they're called. Cuckoos, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of the... A weird mix of the two. But, um... Yeah, this this was this was my entire Spanish summer holiday, um, and and it it was ace, it was ace. I I don't know whether it was worth the money to, for me to be playing Nintendo so much unhealthily on that, that that holiday, but you know I did it, and I went back to it recently. Um, it's it's one of those weird games where at school uh, people would tell me about oh you need to go under the bridge to speak to the fishermen and things because I had no idea what I was doing in the game, and it was like around the it's weird how cryptic that game was at the time because coming back to it, I just blasted through it easily. But at the time, at the time, it was sort of like I didn't know 100% what to do next. And the fact you've got that sort of weird trade trade quest thing, which it, which seemed really simple this time. But I remember back in the day thinking, "Well, who wants a Yoshi doll? Who wants, you know, a, a, I can't even remember the name of it. You get all sorts of weird weird little things. But um, this time around, it's it's just so Grezzo, who or Grezzo, I'm not 100 percent sure how you pronounce it. They they did like Ocarina of Time, uh, 3D 3DS version. They did Majora's Mask, the 3DS version. They they've been quite cool. I've, no, I don't know if they had a hand in the the Four Swords thing on the um, the 3DS as well. But they're just they're just ace. They they've they've aced it again. And as much as I hated not being able to use the uh, the D-pad to move about, which would have made more sense to me, I sort of I got used to the few little quirks. You know, there are a few little tiny performance issues and stuff, but it it does the music right. It captures every sort of note that I wanted. The the dungeons all feel the same. A little bit on the simple side, but you know, it's a game I can pick up and go back to. Completion time maybe just over ten hours. Oh, really? But, that long? Yeah, but it did have the the DX stuff because I did actually play it again on the 3DS um, when it hit the eShop on there years ago. Uh, so I, I played the Game Boy Color version because I'd never played that, and I I tried like the Color Dungeon things like that. Because um, I I heard a lot of the same problems being levied against it that were levied against uh, uh, Resident Evil Three of like yeah it's good but it's really short. But I didn't know it was ten hours long. Well, for me, it was 10 hours. Uh, I, I took my time a little bit. I tried to go out, outside of the... Well, maybe about 12 hours, something like that. But 
Yeah, yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it. I think I think sometimes, a, a, you know, um, what's linked to the past, maybe maybe sort of about the 12-hour mark as well. Maybe a bit uh, longer. I it's remember. been a while since I played it. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I think as, as Zelda games go, it, it is a little bit shorter, but it's also it's also sort of like a nice, fine little thing where you can think, you know, I'll, I'll give that another bash. And hopefully, if they put out another patch at some point in the future and finally sort out the... Uh, so there's, there's very tiny little hitches on cases, like when you come out of a house or when you go into a new area. Um, like frame rate not, hitches or...? A tiny Pinch. bit, a tiny bit, okay. yeah. But, but it's not like... It's well, I could fiddle about and get my switch running in a way which would alleviate the problem, but I'm not. I'm not going to do that <laughs> because I, you know, you know I me. Mean? I keep an eye on the firmware, but I'm I'm not committed just yet. Um, See the um, performance thing. I read somewhere that it was the same with Luigi's Mansion that as long as you started the game without letting your switch go to sleep, the performance issue didn't come up. Hmm. It's only that's, if you let it suspend like and then open the up most again. mental workaround. To hit <laughs> I know it's just crazy. Like. It's not that bad. It's generally not that bad. You get used to it over time, and the thing is, you know, it, it looks beautiful anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the music. The, the thing is, the music for me, it sticks out like a. I, I don't hear many people sort of like you know hark on about how good the soundtrack is to that game because it's. I don't know. You have to use your imagination a bit when you've got a Game Boy there, but um, no, it's. it's done perfectly i just basically sat in some little houses just to listen to the songs for a bit longer you know like the little telephone booth it's got the most simple little song but every one of them's a complete earworm and it's sort of yeah yeah completely fell in love with it again um i am going to play it again i'm probably going to do like the master quest version of it where it's going to be a bit well not master quest but i think it's uh like a hard difficulty sort of mode um i'm not sure what the term is but but yeah, I'll, I'll give it another go because it's, it's ace and I, I love the final sort of rush at the end. I like the whole sort of semi-RPG bit of you need to go somewhere to find out a little piece of information. I like I like how it's a little bit vague and, and the entire story itself, you know, it's, it's, it's far out there for a Zelda game because they're mostly just, you know, get these stones, go and see the princess, defeat yeah. Ganon or whatever. This one's a bit more... Space whaley? Yeah, I <laughs> uh, I don't I don't mind that I don't mind that you know when you're when you're watching all your HDR demos and you see so many fucking whales uh, playing a game about whales is is a nice little escape from it. Now, where did you see an HDR thing about whales? Oh, you've got to watch all the demos, Dave. You, I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen countries you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Whale countries. <laughs> uh, did anybody but, else yeah. um, fiddle it's with ace. this? It's ace. I bought it, um, I actually bought the special edition for some mm-hmm. weird reason, I don't know why, but um, the special edition is a piece of art, like it's got a really cool like steel case that's in the shape of a Game Boy Advance, so it's pretty neat. Oh, oh. Um, I don't know, I just wasn't in the mood for it at the time when I started it, you know, like, they're great, I don't have them, I never played it when it originally came out, so I, I don't really Ooh. know where to go, and I couldn't be asked reading the guide, but I also couldn't be asked trying to figure things out myself it was just yeah. wasn't in the mood for it so i do plan on going back to it at some point but just, um yeah just out of curiosity what what did you find what did you find challenging with it because for me i i i, I remembered pretty much the majority of it i've played it played it twice previously so it wasn't such a head scratcher there was only like i think one bit like uh quite close to the end but 
I mean, it, it was more the, like, oh, you need to, at the start, like, go find this item, and they're like, right, okay, where'd I go? And then I, I basically ended up walking around the entire map until I found it. Uh, oh, so it's a Zelda go, game. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's like, go back and, go back to the town, get the next quest, repeat. It's and not... Well, it's not a lot of signposting, yeah. which isn't the game's fault, but I wasn't in the mood for it. Hmm. Oh, fair enough, fair enough, I mean... I mean, the only real, the only real sort of checkpoint system in it is a, is an owl popping in to be an arsehole, really. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. It's, it's, it's cool, but, but I, I think if, if I was playing it the first time, I'd probably be a lot more confused than I was this time around. But uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get very far. I got to, I beat the. Was it the like a raccoon or something with a? Oh yeah, a ma- marin, uh, not marin, a, a dad, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, I I got that. So that's maybe like in the first hour or so. Yeah, yeah, you you're you're about to enter the you're probably about to enter the first dungeon then, there, aren't you? Uh, okay. One yes. Day. One day I'll finish it. That's oh, cool. It's cool. And persist, persist with it. You'll you'll like it, I reckon. All right. It's... Enough about Zelda. Because Zelda is poop if it doesn't have the words breath or wild in it. Um, Disagree. (laughs) That was just for the XCOM comment. Now we're even. (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, Luke, why don't you go ahead and go with your second pick? Uh, uh, Sure, let me just get my phone. Sorry, my phone's locked. I should know this off the top of my head, but it's been a while. Nope. Uh, right, so because uh, Mike took Streets of Rage 4, thank you very much, I'm going to go with uh, Ace Combat 7. Oh, so this wow. is a game. That, I chose that. Yeah, this is, no, <laughs> this is a curveball and a half. Um, I haven't played Ace Combat since it came out on like a play, official PlayStation Magazine demo <laughs> uh, on the PlayStation 1. I remember thinking it was a really cool game, but never bought it. So I saw, I saw this on Game Pass. I'm like, I remember that name. I'm going to download that. So I put it on, um, and yeah, the game is, like, the story is absolutely fucking nuts. I have no idea what was going on. Like, within now, within the first five minutes, I just started skipping it. Now, really quick, what story yeah. made less sense? Ace Combat or Armored Core? Ace Combat, honestly. Let me see if I can find it. Let, let me see, right, so... Have you got that guy's like, name? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, like... Basically, it does this like solid snake style of like you you're fighting against or you keep on hearing about this legendary pirate pilot, sorry, who is in like his his seventies or something, and he shows up eventually in the game, and you you get his name read out to you, and his <laughs> the quote is his real name is Mahale Dumutro Margareta Cornelio Leopold Blanca Carol Aeon Agnetis Raphael Maria Nicotes. And that, that's his full name. Bob, right? for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, I took a... Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's Jimmy. Yeah. Um, I ended up taking a photo of it, and I was like, right, at this point, I don't care anymore. <laughs> but the great thing about the game is it's basically just Top Gun. Um, it looks amazing, and you, you, you go through all these missions. There's different ones. There's, like, dogfights. There's bomb a, bomb a base, take on, like, hundreds of enemies, and... Um, I just couldn't stop playing it, and it's I keep on having longings to go back to it just because there's it's it's this type of game I've not really played before, and it's been a while since I I can remember picking up a game and thinking 
how do I play this and then instantly getting drawn in? Like, you know, it's normally you can look at a game and go, oh, that's a first person shooter, right, okay, it's got that quirky mechanic, I'll, I'll figure that out, that looks cool. But this is the first time I can remember in a good while that I've played a game and thought, I've never played something like this before. Are you playing on arcade or simulation? Because I played about 45 seconds of simulation and went, yep, <laughs> I'm an arcade man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know there was a simulation mode, so that'll oh, yeah, answer yeah. that question. It makes battlefield controls look really simple. It, it is, ooh, press this button to change your flaps. Press this button to just twist your all little bit. And press it, it's like, all right, just let me point where I want to go with the stick. That's fine for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like forward, ups, up, down, down, that's good, right? Um, <laughs> I think the it, it's a good thing that you get like 100 rockets on your on your airplane because I, I couldn't gun anything down <laughs> with a machine gun. It's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks really nice. Uh, it's got a pretty cool soundtrack. And if you just want to piss about in with airplanes, go for it. And it's free on Game Pass. I remember being really, really impressed with the the way they do the cloud cover. Like, that is really cool when you finally bust through the cloud cover or you come down through it. It's like, oh, that's a really cool little effect they got going on. I mean, I only played it for, I think, the first two missions because it was, you know, just yeah. test it and then put it down for when I'm going to finish it. But, yeah, I'm actually surprised it clicked with you as much as it did. I had that pegged as a Craig game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, Craig. I haven't, I, I haven't picked up yet. I've got it downloaded and ready to rock and roll. It's just, it's. I have not rocked nor rolled yet, but I'm really excited about it. Uh, honestly, it's, it's one of the best games I've played in a long time. Um, it might even be my game of the year. That's awesome. Yeah. Did, did you play this cool. on One X, by the way? Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm. I, so I, <laughs> I bought an Xbox One, or I, sorry, I got a a new broadband deal and it came with a free xbox one i know they're never really free you always pay for it in the end but within like three months of getting that i ended up buying an xbox one x um i i, I told my wife it was so we could watch blu-rays upstairs but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's... well congratulations sir thank you it, do, it does look a tiny bit soupy on the standard standard xbox one um but the, oh, the, those oh. replays look bloody ace too did you, Ace did you Combat? Ever... Yeah, yeah, you get a replay after every mission. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What like like a like a Gran Turismo replay of the yeah, race? Yeah, oh. yeah. And you can change all the camera change angles. And... Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Um, <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. Such a good game. Yeah, that's, that's for a... Luke, that looks absolutely absolutely immense. That would have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, Dude, I know last time I played an Ace Combat game was on the PS2, I think. But I'm very surprised they were just like, here, pfft, have a new Ace Combat game. So, oh, okay. I don't know where that came from, but thank you, I guess. It was very strange. I'm glad you enjoyed it, though. Yeah, you should check it out. I, I have. And <laughs> I will. I have a lot of games to play. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So I'm banking on Craig picking a certain game. So uh -huh. uh, don't let me down, Craig. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. Gonna juke a little bit on this one. Um. So the next one I want to talk about is something we talked about last year, but I finally played it this year, and that is Dragon Quest Eleven. Yes. Because. Yes! 
I, I've been... A Dragon Quest Eleven was the first game I beat this year. I beat it on January 5th. So that was like... Uh, first game of the year. Really set a standard for me because I've been ripping through JRPGs like crazy. And... None of them have stood up to Dragon Quest. Like... Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven was fantastic it was I, I do this weird thing i don't know if you guys do this too but if i find a game that i really like right um there's the times where i will just go bug nuts on it like neo 2 and just I'm, I'm doing everything just right away and then there's the ones that are so special that i'm not gonna do everything because if i do i won't have a reason to play it again so i'm gonna wait so I do the same, but I take my time with the game. Like Final Fantasy VII at the moment, I'm like deliberately only playing it every now and again rather than blasting through it. Yeah, like in that, I, I, I played it like continuously, but it's like, okay, I'm going to leave the side quest in Chapter 8, so when I come <laughs> yeah. back and replay it, I have something to do. Um, okay. and, and, and Dragon Quest was kind of that for me. Like I really fought with my desire to do everything with... No, no, save some because there won't be another Dragon Quest for like another eight years. You got, you got to save this. Um, it is probably well, uh, Craig. What do you think? You've played it. Uh, Persona level good. Oh, or God, a little yeah, it? like uh, I, I would say it's the the only difference between the two is Persona style wise, it, it gets more at my my soul. But they're both on par in terms of just quality and enjoyment they're really 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 close now i will take your your persona style and counter with the amazing enemy names that for every <laughs> enemy in dragon quest 11 um every name is the best dad pun i've ever seen it is it is great um and uh, you know i like i like dragon quest as a whole but about the same as i like final fantasy and um uh, i haven't played one since i've replayed eight on the PS2 because I don't really like handhelds as everybody knows by now and most of them have been coming out for handhelds so getting a full-fledged Dragon Quest game on uh, a new system that had everything amazing except for that music oh boy mm. that music uh, was really great and um, probably if it's not my game of the year it, it's got a really special place in my heart so I really liked Eleven yeah I think you're you're right on the music front. I the battle music, I kind of jaunted along with it for the first few battles, and then by the end of it, I wanted to pull my eyeballs out or my and ears it, or whatever it was. That was. <laughs> it sucks because the Switch version is has really good music, but it's like, well, I bought you for uh, this. Yep, I got to deal with really terrible MIDI horns, really terrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Sugiyama's here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. So, Luke, Mike, have you guys played Dragon Quest at all? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I started it. I started it, and then I got lost in the middle of buying Dragon Quest Seven finally for the 3DS as well, and thinking, now I've got a million hundred-hour-long games which I'm not going to play. Um, <laughs> So, so I just thought, let's throw Bravely Default 1 and 2 and a few of us on a queue, and then let's put them all into one big box, which I can call the 20 games which will last over 100 hours, and, and just, you know, hide them in a dark corner somewhere. Um, that, yeah, I want to I wanna play it, but let's be honest, I, I'm going to add it to some sort of list and ne still never complete it, aren't I? Well, uh, <laughs> it's better than every Xenoblade in existence... 
so mm-hmm. you can just skip those right out the way. Uh, I have no, 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 uh, what's it called? Um, I have no experience with Persona Q, though, so I'm curious about that. Let me know about that when you do get around to playing it. But, you um, need to experience the power of the Monado, my friend. I It is now on my list. Monado, Milli Vanilli, Menudo, <laughs> they're all there. Um, yeah. Oh, you love the voice acting in, in Xenoblade at Radio. It's basically Dragon Quest VIII pumped up to the next level. Except uglier, doesn't have Yangus, has worse <laughs> music, can't ride on a saber cat, and you don't have a cool bandana. Instead, you're Shulk. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, the Incredible uh, Shulk. That's uh, Xenoblade 1's getting a remaster, right? Oh, I've got it. I got I got the special fancy pantsy edition oh, it's with a out vinyl already? and no record player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the fancy fun. Good for you, man. Um... I, I plan on replaying it just to go like, you know, kind of like the, the whole Skyrim thing. It's like, all right, time to sit down and finally get why I didn't like this. Or maybe I'll change my mind on it. Like that one game that we played that I changed my mind on, but I can't I remember. I think you'll like it. I think you should, just for the music alone, it's it's, it's World of Warcraft level music. So well, I mean, like, um, I didn't like Final Fantasy twelve the first or second time I played it. And that gave me a lot of Final Fantasy twelve vibes. And I really dig twelve now, so maybe yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I'll give her a chance. But all right, uh, who's up next? Is it it's me? Just, yes, it's great. Am I? Am I? Is this the second or third choice? I can't remember. Second, I think it's second. Ah, cool. Right, okay. So as Dave alluded to, there is a game that he's hoping to bring up, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> gambling. I'm sure Luke, you might be as well. But um, I played Death Stranding. Finally, ah, troll. <laughs> troll. That's a troll. <laughs> that is a genuine steal, by the way. Uh, Does anyone mind if I just piss uh, while we're on the air? I love. I've, I've, this is the thing I've I've missed the most is just hearing Dave's like anger. <laughs> like genuinely, like I I did want to talk about Death Stranding, and I genuinely was going to mention that other game, but I thought that would be funnier. Um, so yeah, like I was on the Death Stranding hype train up until like a week before. Oh, you're release. actually doing this? Yeah, <laughs> you really like, were, actually, man. Like you were doing the trailer was, analysis, train, and yeah, everything. Absolutely up for it. And then I don't know what killed my boner, but something did. And then I didn't pick it up until months later. So picked it up and sat down, and it took about ten hours until the game kind of finally opened up and kicked in a wee bit. And I just, I just absolutely fell for it. It's not, it's not going to be my game of the year. It probably wouldn't feature in my top, you know, like fifty games at all time. I don't think, but it is totally unique in some of the mechanics that are in there. And I just think, I, I really enjoyed my time with it. The, it looks beautiful. It's quite relaxing in the same way that something like Minecraft is relaxing, where you could just be sitting wandering about the countryside to be perfectly honest delivering things while trying to keep balance and it's a weird mix of mechanics where you're balancing a weight management system and you know like if, if you've got too much on your on your back then you've got more momentum than you would normally have so running down a hill's a wee bit more difficult and then you get oh to, running down a hill's ace though that's oh it's, it's ace when you when you get there it's ace um, <laughs> and then there's there's tiny wee bits of freedom and things that I really like I really enjoy complete open gameplay it's why I like things like 
and it's nowhere near this, but things like Dishonored or something like that, where you can choose, or Hitman, how you choose what you want to do, and you're staring down a forest that you think, if I walk through that forest, I'm going to get absolutely mauled by floaty black things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and buy 40 ladders, and I'm going to ladder my way right the way up that cliff and over the top to get to my destination, and you can just do it. But not only that, as you're doing it, you see other people, other people's items and things that they've left in the game world that you can give a wee thumbs up to or interact with or use. Mm. And it just, it added a wee bit of community to a really lonely game. And it was just, it was just bizarre. The rest of it, all the Kojima stuff and stuff was Kojima stuff. Troy Baker was utterly amazing. And like, utterly amazing. Um, Norman Reedus was Norman Reedus. I, you know, you got to see him in the shower. That's absolutely fine. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't say no. And uh, oh, I would. <laughs> the man looks like America's favorite trailer trash. Well, that's it's the one thing that put me off. I think I messaged at the time. It's the one thing that put me off is directly plugged into the game are a few wee adverts that just really kind of irked me. Like you drink Monster Energy drink. And when you go in the shower, the shower door closes and you see AM, AMC, is that the American? Yeah, AMC Ride with Norman Reedus. Yeah, AMC Ride with <laughs> oh Norman Reedus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oof. That's, that's a dropped ball there in a wee bit. But I, I, I really enjoyed it. I just really enjoyed it, man. The, the story, yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the wee bits and bobs. But it was just the core gameplay. Building roads, but it, like getting materials and building a road and then you go back and someone else somewhere online and and probably another country somewhere has built another wee bit of your road and you're like thanks mate you've built another wee bit of my road i I really appreciate that it was it was different it was unique so that's why i liked it but uh so that's me i'm done you know what else is unique craig smallpox doesn't mean it's good (laughs) (laughs) That um, like whole commenting on the the system, it totally reminds me of Dark Souls. It's like it's like elevated that leave a leave a little note. Oh, leave a wee message. Yeah, you can totally yeah. do that. Like you can leave messages to say, "Don't go that way. Go this way." And when you walk down that way, that same person has left a ladder across a river to get you across a bit that you would otherwise have faced peril. Oh, that oh, is nice very girl. different than Dark Souls, because in Dark Souls they just try to get you to fall off cliffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll here. <laughs> but it, there's some, there's it, some little weird bits though, isn't there? Like, you can bump into Conan O'Brien and Jeff Keighley yeah, and yeah. even even Junji Ito, weirdly enough. Wow, but, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow! There's, 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 there's all sorts of cra- crazy stuff going on there, but I'm I'm completely with with Craig on this. I I think it's a it's it's definitely a thing. So some of those cutscenes, some of the animation in them, you like you like go, this is ridiculous. This should have been saved for PS5. I don't know what's what's happening. I mean, uh, I think for me, for me, I think there's a little bit of sort of like where you feel like the cutscenes are a completely different game in some cases to the actual gameplay. Uh, but apart from that, you know, running down a bloody hill with with bags on your back should be the most boring thing in the world but <laughs> it's not trust me trust me you you know when you there's like 
I think it's Killzone 2 where they used to always say, like, this game has momentum and you'll feel the pulling the gun up on your shoulder and shooting someone, all that sort of rubbish. But And it didn't. It felt, it felt a bit rubbish, but it, it was okay multiplayer. But in comparison, this, it's like, imagine trying to scale sort of like a, a huge hill at the side of a park or something and thinking, I'll, A, I'll look like a tit doing that. Well, you're not going to because you're playing your PlayStation in secret, hopefully, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but once you start scaling that, once you get up and you think, how do I get back down? You'll just sort of like, you'll be picking the angle and you, 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 you do sort of like upgrade over the game so it makes it harder to fall over, I guess. But But sort of... Getting getting the right angle of running down a hill, it sounds like the most stupid thing. It's like something you want to teach a, a nine-year-old, but at the same time, <laughs> do, doing it in the game and sort of like, you know, I'm I'm surprised they didn't get like the uh, polyphony in here saying like, let's do rumble things so you can feel the terrain on the left side of the pad. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that sort of stuff. It's, it's, it's crazy. It, yeah. if, if someone was to call this a walking simulator, I'd call this a, a walking simulator done by... Polyphony, I guess. I don't know. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. It was, and do you know the the small amount of enemy encounters you have? Not the human, you know, roguish mm. enemy encounters. I can't remember what the actual what they're called, but the actual the mules. deadly. Oh no! Yeah, uh, the, the mule BTs, beached things. The, the beached things. Are... How can you call it a be- a beached thing? What's that? Oh no! The, no. the other thing, this game throws so many fucking so many terms at you, which you're expected to remember. You will not. You'll be sat there with a guy who comes back to life every 25 minutes thinking, yep. I don't know what he's talking about, but it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> like, just on the, on the enemy front, the BTs, when you fight them, if you get caught by one and get sucked in and have to fight like one of those wee mini-bosses, they are yeah. flipping epic. I love oh, it's it. crazy. crazy. Like, it's, just, it's just crazy. And then when you beat it, the whole area is covered in dead fish. And you're like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, it's it's it's, a, it's an exp- it's definitely an experience, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's it, it's it's a massive scale experience. A bit like a wee two-hour VR experience in Batman would be. This is a massive scale experience yeah. of delivering parcels, and it's just brilliant. But little little tiny sour note. But if you if you love Mad Mickelson, you're not gonna get you. I don't think you'll get your money's worth. I think he's the only underutilized person in the entire game. I, I was thinking Mads is like a selling point, but really, I don't know if he factors in as much as you'd hope he would. He doesn't story wise, but the performance he gives is fantastic. Like he's fantastic. Yeah. I like him. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Look, so look, Dave. are you sold on it? <laughs> I'm interested in bits of it. Like I really like oh, the idea no, of like people interacting. Do hang, hang on, um, but yeah, I I kind of be fucked with Kojima at the moment. It just pisses me off. So, <laughs> to put it bluntly, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is the thing in like the last couple of years that I just look at people and go, huh? So that uh, that does it for you, huh? Okay. I mean, I'm really. I it, it kind of got bombed in reviews. And I'm really glad you guys gave it the chance anyway, and you came away like winning the lottery. I'm really glad you guys enjoyed it, but you're both crazy. <laughs> but I, I am know. very happy for you. But I think my my enjoyment does stem from the fact, like, as I say, it's not a top 50 game or anything. It was just different, and I kind of value that difference, the difference, it's something different. That's what I'm trying to say, and I've said it several times now. But Is it different? 
And it should it's, have a Walkman in it. It definitely should have a Walkman. Oh, There's no God, reason yeah. why you should only get music, which is going to be interrupted by some sort of bloody alarm thing at some point anyway. That, it's like you crazy. hit the top of a hill, some epic track comes on and you're like wandering <laughs> about going, this is amazing, and then you trip up and the track stops and you're like, fuck. <laughs> it's like falling off your horse when you cross over to Mexico and Red Dead. It just, <laughs> it just ruins the moment. <laughs> Uh, no, well, no, uh, we all did two, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so the second question is, uh, what company so far this year has made an impression on you? Mm, now this is this is an odd one, but I really think SNK has come out of Whoa. the work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed playing their, uh, their, their collection, like their, their old school... Is it mostly oh, arcade yeah. game collection? I thought that was that was pretty cool coming back to some stuff and sort of picking up on games I'd never played before in the most part. Brilliant thought, idea with the whole uh, jump in on this Let's Play whenever you want. That is a brilliant idea that they did ooh, in that collection. That. What, what's yeah, that? If you um, they oh, they have a a let's play i mean without voice or anything it's just somebody completing the game in the most efficient way possible for every game there and at oh. any point you can pause the video and jump in there oh man i haven't thought that that's really <laughs> good idea yeah but no no i mean uh, on top of that samurai showdown we me and you had a few goes at this and we did yeah we did. That, that feel it, it feels like a really fun game it, you know it's, it's kept kept my attention i've kept it installed and i've i've seen the updates coming in and you know i'm i'm still ready to play a bit more of that especially you know when well whenever you get the free time i'm game uh, tam tam's got a lot to settle and then to top it off um i i've been lucky on the pc picking up cheap copies of of king of fighters 13 and 14 uh 13 looks looks amazing i'm surprised i didn't really play it sooner to be honest uh like it's it's one of those good sort of really good looking 2d fighters um 14 it's a very good looking 3d fighter so they, they sort of covered both angles there and i don't know i just find i just think snk sort of they they finally sort of started breaking loose a bit i i never really gelled with them under the the playmore sort of name and it was a bit I don't know. It always felt like you'd get weird mobile ports of stuff like you know Metal Slug. Yeah, what they did with Metal Slug. Yeah, it was just, a bit squiffy. Just weird things which were like destroying their. I mean, not in a Konami way, destroying the past, but sort of <laughs> ang- taking that angle on. And I feel like they're so, they're looking healthy. They're looking healthy, and I'm I'm prepared to see what's coming next from them. Which should be quite soon, funnily enough, because I think they're doing a sort of E3 japan thing in a couple of weeks possibly oh, really? by the yeah. time you would have listened to this podcast yeah so uh luke craig what was the question again sir <laughs> is there a company this year that um you've been paying attention to that made you take notice of them all uh, right okay as uh, yeah i was just looking for the word and um for me i it's been weird because been quite into xbox lately with the game pass stuff and like i think i've said before i really like phil spencer i think i, I, I like the way he delivers his messages and i, I like what xbox should look to be moving towards um which has kind of made me think 
Sony are going to mess it up next um, next gen but I think Sony have come out and absolutely nailed their approach to what they're doing next gen uh, with the latest PS5 um, announcement I really like the way that they've taken all their first party studios and put them behind one name um, and I wasn't expecting much from that PlayStation um, conference thing that we had but uh I came out of it thinking, no, it's looking pretty good. They didn't show all their cards, but um, they came out swinging. Yeah. I'll give them that. Yeah, there was a lot of there. There was a lot of different stuff, and I think um, there was something for everyone. But you know, like seeing a new Ratchet and Clank game that's just for the PlayStation Five was was pretty cool. And you can see that you, you can see the PlayStation Five is going to be quite powerful. So um, Sony have definitely, I I. I would have said this time last year or at Christmas anyway, I would have probably said I'm getting the next Xbox before the next PlayStation, but that's all in the mix again, so yeah. Good, because you were fucking wrong. <laughs> I was totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you wanker. Right. Hi, we, Craig. Can, can we choose Sony Studios now? Is that is that an option? Because it- like that's quite that's quite a thing, isn't it? Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Polyphony, uh, Japan Studio. There's there's loads of mm. them, isn't there? Gorilla, well, uh, mm. Santa Monica too. Aren't they going to be? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there too. Yeah, that that's a that's a whopper of of a studio house. Yeah. If that's the case, yeah. I I choose game development studio as the one that just all of them uh, <laughs> left an impression. <laughs> um. Myself, I, you know, normally this is where I would say Capcom, because, duh, but, um, no, actually, like, Capcom has put out one really, really good game this year, uh, but it, it looks to be like a lot of companies are gearing up, they're not necessarily putting out their best, except for CD Projekt Red. <coughs> um, What's the good game they put out? Oh, I wonder. Resident, Resident Evil 3? Uh, yeah i know i know i think we disagree a little bit on that um but to be honest this is the first year where i haven't had one studio like go pay attention to me um this year has been kind of exploring a bunch of different things for me like i really like what nintendo's up to nintendo's doing hopefully he's going to come out of the gate as strong as it seems they are i mean unless you know all their games flop but that's not ever going to happen Nintendo. Um, I mean, a lot of what I'm really taking notice of is in the future, like Larian, because after Divinity Original Sin, it's like you pay attention to Larian, right? But nothing's come out yet uh, other than some really cool trailers or CD Projekt Red. Like all my big games um, have yet to hit as of right now. So very quickly, Dave, don't Larian have the best developer videos ever? They, they're almost Yakuza level good. <laughs> like, I, I actually I, watched one, uh, the third one for Baldur's Gate 3 this, this afternoon, just before recording. Oh, I haven't watched and it yet. Oh, he's the, so enthusiastic. That dude <laughs> is the biggest dork in game development, I'm pretty sure. But I love that dude for that. Um, it, it is very cool to see a developer that's almost as excited as you are to play it. He's, he is to make it. So, I mean, yeah, like... Larian has not put out anything, but I'm really pumped for that game, mainly just because it's them. But uh, no, like if I had to pick one, it'd be Nintendo this year, um, mainly because they, they've got to have something up their sleeve. 
And I'm really curious to see what's up their sleeve. Uh, barring that, yeah, it's Capcom just because um, they paid me, I think. <laughs> All right, so last round, gentlemen. Craig, this is when you have to bring out the game that we didn't discuss. Okay. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to have to do it. and then I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. You go first, though. You go first. <laughs> okay, I'll go first this time. Uh, the last one I, I really want to talk about is Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Damn, that oh. was what I was going to pick. <laughs> uh, this, I, I'd love to do an episode on this at some point for Operation Sequel, and maybe when they're done with Final Fantasy VII, I will. That'll be a long shot, but... Um, Square did something I thought was impossible. It made people happy. Like, so far, other than internet people that aren't really people, I have yet to talk to anybody that had anything more than minor complaints about it. Uh, It is weird how it's causing a dichotomy, right? Because old guys are doing stuff and complaining about stuff that I can't talk about because I just realized it's a giant spoiler. Um... Oh, there's so much. Uh, okay, so they they definitely iterated on what they were working towards with Final Fantasy 13 and then 15, and now oddly with seven, I think they nailed the perfect active time battle system. Uh, yeah, I struggled yeah. with it a lot because I played it like it was Devil May Cry, and oh, a lot of it was really hard. <laughs> I'm glad that wasn't just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suck at the combat in that game. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. It has. Uh, it tweaks different parts of your brain than the old active time battle of okay, I got to pay attention when everybody's gonna move, kind of thing. It's now I got to pay attention to when are my bars full, what can I do, uh, all that stuff. And it was strange how playing something I knew was gonna have a part two changed the way I played this one. But again, that's all stuff for other. Um, the game looks amazing. Um, I think they you across the board did an amazing job of putting voices towards characters that never had voices unless you watch those weird movies um <laughs> i i don't have a complaint on any of the casting or the way they decided to redesign people like barrett looks like a boss man oh he does mm-hmm. but the best thing i think this did was when when i played uh through final fantasy 7 for the operation sequel thing that you shouldn't listen to i uh didn't care about Aerith because, well, she didn't really do much in the game. I mean, she just didn't do anything. The way that they took that whole character and said, now we're going to make you care about her. And then things that happened that I can't spoil. She came away as my favorite character of this game now. So I'm really curious and will be day wanting whenever part two comes out. I will stop talking now, but Final Fantasy VII Remake is amazing. I I concur on so many levels, Aerith especially, and I'm going to do a mic as well, and I'd never, never ever do this, but see the whole HDR comment, or the, the way it looks, HDR is the, it's the best use of HDR I've seen in any game ever, there's sparks constantly flying, there's, there's <laughs> I, areas I the of the so particle effects, man. There's intense brightness in certain areas, cast with shadows of yourself and it and it just the game looks flipping I mean it looks flipping amazing it just is beautiful and I you just hitting things and sparks are flying and you're just thinking this is just be- this is just amazing it's absolutely oh, oh. amazing I have one last thing I want to say 
and I want to applaud them for keeping the goofiness of a lot of the old one in here. I mean, you still fight the Hell House. And it looks amazing in this I, game. The Hell House was ace. I, proper, but it is so ace. dumb. But I'm glad they kept that goofy sense of humor. Do, do you really... Um, I was going to... City 17's Half-Life 2, isn't it? Am I, am I in the wrong place? Yeah, um, uh, that, you need a crowbar mid, for that city. Midgar? Is it Midgar? Is that it, it's Midgar. Midgar, yeah. yeah. Is is it all just set there? I mean, do you, there's no there's no world. I, oh, I, I don't know if Luke's not playing it's, far enough into it either. I don't. Um, know. It's open in the same way like Yakuza is open. I mean, it's definitely bigger than a Yakuza game for sure. You go, um, what you see on disc one of the old game, there's way more areas in the new one than the old one. Like, instead of having a linear line, it's now a place you can actually go and explore and do stuff. Whereas in the original, it was kind of this linear line of a tunnel that you go through. Um, it, all, it all gels well. Like it all, I... There's one or two spots where just because I know the story... It didn't gel quite well, but I was gonna, I was gonna say there are there's some bits to me that just felt this tiny wee section just felt like it was just not stretching things out, but it was getting from A to B where it would have just cut from A to B, and it's like, was this the best way to get from A to B in this scenario? I, you know, I noticed that as well, but a lot of it was like they've directly remade sections, like you know the bit where you you go from um, Aerith's home to back to your own. Oh yeah, they've, yeah. they've got the that roofs. bit with like, yeah, you've got the airplane bits and stuff. That's all from the, that's all from the first game. I did wonder that myself, but it it kind of makes sense if it's a remaster. the The thing I love about it is the little bits of character. Like if you go up to the door, you can't open. He does like that PlayStation One animation where he like moves his hands back and forth. Like <laughs> they've captured so much of that. Like yeah, it's great. I I just I think it's fantastic. I really I like. I really 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 think it's fantastic. Yeah, um, what's it called? <coughs> CD Projekt Red has some work cut out for them if they're gonna, oh, no, if they're I, gonna top this. Like, genuine, I, I, I will say right now, and I know I said the same thing last time about Death Stranding, but like, Cyberpunk is going to be the game of the year. I, you know, I, I, I went into this year knowing, okay, guys, this is game of the year. Why is anybody releasing anything this year? Um, but. This put up a really good fight for me. Yeah. The the thing that casts shadow, doubt, or otherwise anything else over this is playing it, as you say, knowing it's part one. It's disc one. Yeah. It's, it's the Although, bit that... Hmm. I would say it's 80% new, which surprised mm. the crap out of me. Like, I mean, the story hits... Uh, it'd be like, it, it, if, if you're on a... Uh, path it hits the same road but it takes these weird roundabouts to get there that are all completely new like i mean jesse in the original yeah was, was maybe cool, three lines yeah. and that was it mm-hmm. and in this and, she's a full-fledged character and they've got charlie sheen they do that <laughs> dude looks so much like charlie sheen it's no it is actually charlie no it's not charlie <laughs> sheen, but it, like you you wouldn't be surprised like people would fall for that for said no genuinely it was charlie sheen <laughs> All right. Uh, Did you I'm notice Badger talking. from uh, Badger from Breaking Bad was one of the voice actors? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's... that's right. Wedge, uh, uh, Wedge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wedge or Bakes, I can't remember. 
Um, I think that the biggest problem with a game is that it's so good that you don't want to wait for the next part. That's kind of why I'm putting it off. It's like, I know I want to finish it, but I know I'm not going to get you're not going to be able to stretch it out for two years. (laughs) It's going to be longer than two years. It's been 20 years in the making. Please, please don't say it's going to be two years. I need it by the beginning of next year. Yeah, I can't see that happening. I, I mean, unless they do like a DLC episodic sort of Hitman style thing, maybe. I, I don't know. I'm don't glad know they it, didn't, mm. though. Like, I mean, that works great for Hitman because each level is very self-contained and is mwah, beautiful. But this, I'm very glad they decided not to do like the Telltale route with it like people were thinking they would. I'm glad I, this is... I think I'd prefer the other way because... You're potentially looking at what six years, at least maybe even eight for well, them to finish this. They're saying the first one took the longest because of all the engine work they had to do. So, well, I mean, we'll end up seeing. I mean, this is Square. They talk about Kingdom Hearts three for twelve years. So, <laughs> <laughs> who knows, really? But this seemed to make mm. them a good amount of money. So I'm hoping they're going to prioritize this over the one they just announced. Yeah, but then um, even if you're talking like two years for part two, two years for part three, that's four years down the line. And then fuck knows how many other years until Final Fantasy 16. I would be torn at that point. I'd be like, mm, I could take a 16. I could take something new. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm very curious to see how they're going to handle it because they knocked it out of the gate the first one, but Square has a propensity to go whoopsie. I I wouldn't be surprised if they're making the next online game as well, so I'm not sure 16 is going to be... Final Fantasy VII Part Two online. (laughs) 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 All right, so who's next? Uh, Fear of shadowing someone else, I'm going to... I'm going to defer for the second. I'll go. Um, so, I don't think I'd pick this game if we didn't have all this lockdown coronavirus stuff going on. But It's the um, same game I was going to choose. Don't know. It? Right, so Dave, what else? What else have we got in store for the evening? All right, all right let's, let's throw the switch out the window and let's move on. So, okay. <laughs> Shall I go? Shall I go? Shall I continue? Sure, yeah, go yeah, on. go, 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 go. Yeah, it's Animal Crossing uh, on the on the Switch. Um, I I didn't plan on picking this up. I didn't like the 3DS version. That was the first one I played. I just didn't get it. It was like, wait, so I've got I can only do so many activities in a day before I have to close the game and start again. That's not my sort of game. But in a world where you weren't allowed to go outside and all the other shit going on, just having something to do that didn't you didn't have to think about was great um and you know my wife's been at home as well she's been furloughed i've been working so it's we've we've been playing that together quite a lot which is really cool so i'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail because i think every other podcaster under the sun has but um i put maybe 50 60 hours into that game and had a really good time um it, it to be honest i don't think it's that great of a game mechanically i think it's really messy but for what I needed, it was good. Um, I've been watching my wife play it since launch for about <laughs> four to five hours a day. <laughs> I, I've never seen my wife like this with even with Harvest Moon. Um, from a distance because I learned on the GameCube, Animal Crossing isn't really my jam. Um, I like how they did they did change a lot from the last one, which is good. And this is all surface level stuff. But whatever they did, 
seems to engage people way more than the last ones did. So it looks like they took a little bit of Happy Home Designer and put it in there. But, uh, man, I people that like this game friggin' love this game. What what they did different this time round was they seeded some sort of virus in China. <laughs> just as part of the marketing campaign. I mean, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, it's not ridiculous. It's good. I mean, if you're having fun with it, have fun with yeah. it. But, yeah, I it's another thing I'm kind of baffled by. But, but I'm it's like the mobile it. game without all the microtransactions, isn't it? It's... Mm. I, I really like the mobile game. I out on too much by, it, you know, um, switching to this from New Leaf, to be honest, because it's... Well, well, I think New Leaf New Leaf was pretty much packed to the absolute brim. So it's... I, I absolutely, you know, I, I went well in on that on the 3DS. And there's not a huge... It's, it's not a huge step up to be brutally honest but i think it's a lot cleaner it works it works a lot nicer and kind of like uh, i think the the big thing for me on it i i was going to pick this as well and and the the truth is i I was running out for a third slot and it it is very good but it's just um the the weird thing is how it how it captures everybody you know i said before about the little toggle to see your longest played game on there Turns out I've only played about 30, 25, 30 hours of this, but somehow, despite my uh, Xenoblade Two clock being like a hundred odd hours, with with my partner also being on board, she's she's monstered it. She must have put seventy hours in, I'm guessing, and that's why it's it's popped to the top of the clock. But I I I don't know. I must have blinked because I didn't even see her play the Switch. <laughs> I, there is there is something really interesting that this game does that it just sucks in people that don't play games Ugh. yeah and at the same time though the the controls and the mechanics are such a fucking mess that it's really difficult or my wife she ended up turning it off just because she couldn't be asked with the, the, the really awful UI and the, it's not quite there some of it is a bit clunky isn't it I mean it, it, yeah. that, that whole left d-pad I know that pressing down will put away whatever I've got, but I, I can't even remember what left and right do. I know, and then you've got an expressions one hidden on the top, which because I smoke an e-cig, of course, my my e-cig touches that R button, and then I've got the expression <laughs> menu or a type or a, a keyboard thing, which I'm never going to use because I've never even invited anyone else into the village. It's just like a you know a little local two people in the village thing of, of our eight animal buddies. But um, oh, yeah. I, I do like I do genuinely like it. I I think I was a lot more enthusiastic about it originally. I'm probably waning off it a little bit now, but the amount of stuff we play, it's, it's easy to do that. So yeah, I mean it's it's um, so far my wife alone has gotten two people that don't play video games to play this almost as enthusiastically as her. And <laughs> here's the cool. weird thing, like no man, I don't. Wait, 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 Right, so you're you're introduced to gaming, and like you know, you can see the world as it is with Facebook and all these amazing tools to use the internet. And then your first introduction to online gaming is Nintendo's. <laughs> I, I know, right? Well, that's, that's where I'm going with this. Kelsey oh, sorry. and her friends will sit there using the in-game chat while they have phones, tablets, uh, everything else that has a better <laughs> online infrastructure. But no, 
They they are so hooked into Animal Crossing. They sit and just look at each other as they type messages. And it's like, what what, what is what is with this game? Like, I, for me, it's as baffling as Minecraft is. Like, oh, about you know, give me eight ten hours, and yeah, okay, I got it. I'm done. But man, yeah, there's there's so props to Nintendo, man. They managed to turn. They'll they'll still say we're not gamers. We don't play games. What are you doing playing games? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like Laura, Laura plays an inordinate amount of games, like point and click games and it, random games on her phone. I don't play games. I'm not a gamer. Laura, all you do is play games constantly. <laughs> yeah, there's something about play games. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, this is good for Nintendo leading into new consoles, but um, I, I'm waiting for the expansion packs to start dropping, kind of like they did for Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. Like I'm waiting for. Oh look, here's a here's a new uh, custom design pack, or here's a new island you well, can go to. Or it's mostly sort of free DLC by the looks of it. And the and the one one of the things I do have to praise this for is that a lot of the previous Animal Crossing games, you know, Christmas was already built into it straight away at launch, and you're you're ready to go. You know, even if you buy the game in January, you know, you've got an entire year of stuff, and it feels like this time they're sort of patching extra things in as it as they come. So. In a way, that helps the other problem with the game, which I I hate dirty little time travellers. I don't know what they're doing. They're, <laughs> they've got no, no right to exist. But <laughs> but time travellers aren't going to benefit from going through to events which haven't been patched into the game yet. So it's sort of like... Mm, yeah, that's good. Uncle it's, Nintendo's going to cool. make sure you don't cheat. Yeah. It's better than Mr. Rossetti, isn't it? But, uh, I don't know. I kind of like Mr. Rossetti. I'm down for a grumpy mole. And, uh, all right, next up. Is that me? Uh, you or Mike? Uh, <laughs> Mike's got to pick another game. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll in, in the meantime, I'll go. I'll go. Um, <laughs> so I was actually going to say I finished Celeste at the beginning of the year and have been continually playing it to just get all of the strawberries. So I'm at like 187 strawberries. And I'm going to continue playing it. And I was going to bang on about how amazing it is. But what I actually wanted to talk about was Pillars of Eternity 2. Noted RPG fan of Obsidian, Craig. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll now discuss what Pillars... Craig, why don't you tell us what you thought about the story of uh, Pillars uh, of Eternity? Well, what can I say? Well, um, what I liked was um, the bit with the guy... That guy that did the thing with the stuff. Oh, Troy Baker. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Um, no, no. Like I'm, I'm gonna pick Pillars of Eternity too because Dave <laughs> keeps on telling me to play Pillars of Eternity, and I'm gonna defer to Dave because he is busting at the seams to talk about Pillars of Eternity, and he uh... stole my game of Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven. Well, we can talk about Final Fantasy Seven some more. Um, no, no. I, I, I would I, like. I, I would. I like to invite you into my brain to talk about Pillars of Eternity because you've sold me on it already. We could just fucking talk about it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeez. Look, Jesus. there's a little bit of foreplay that has to go on between us. We can't just jump right into this. Um, <laughs> uh, so okay, so Pillars of Eternity Two. It's a sequel to Pillars of Eternity One. I haven't played it yet, but the case looks really cool. Uh, on the back, there's a little guy. And uh, no, okay, so Pillars of Eternity 2 <laughs> basically is like jumping from Dragon Age 1 to Dragon Age Inquisition or Baldur's Gate 1 to Baldur's Gate, you know, uh, throwing a ball. Um, they made a lot of ease of use 
stuff that uh, makes this a lot smoother than the first one. They added uh, cool stuff like uh, you get to run a ship and uh, oddly, very oddly, um, text adventures pirate ship battles, which are very weird, but eh, they sort of work. Um, this The main thing I want to talk about is this is a game that if what Sony or Microsoft are saying it comes true will benefit all a whole lot from having a new gen because this was something that, you know, kind of like the first one, you walk into a house, it's a loading screen. You walk out of the house, it's a loading screen. You walk to the next map, it's a loading screen. You go, you know, talk to somebody and then it's a loading screen. Uh, it's something that's plagued a lot by loading screens. If you're patient, then it really pays off because it's a fun combat system that you can actually tweak a bunch of different ways. You can have the regular Baldur's Gate, uh, press pause and then issue commands and then press unpause and wait until you have to issue some more and then do it that way. Or you can turn this turn-based and it plays like uh, Divinity, which having modular combat and just kind of choose your flavor, do you like Divinity or do you like Baldur's Gate, is a really cool option. And it's not just suddenly this plays turn-based, it's it changes abilities and it changes the way certain spells work and things like that. Um, has the most robust AI tweaking thing I've seen in a very long time. Um, like there are so many if not then uh, switches or if present mm, do this. If not present do th There are so many different uh, modifiers you can add to where if you're really good you don't ever have to touch your... Uh, party members. They can just, they know what to do in given situations. Uh, okay, I'll shut up now because I'm the only one that's played it, but uh, Pillars of Eternity. This is what piqued my interest was that uh, off the back of Dragon Age and going through, you know, like your commands and saying, if this, if this, if this, if this, but you've only got like 10 slots there. You can only have 10 things where you say, if that, then do that, and it's very specific, and you still find out that halfway through a battle, one of your guys is just standing, hitting a wall because they're He's running out of health. He's looking at a checklist okay. going, wait, yeah, yeah. what am I supposed to do? This is, there are so many different uh, modifiers and condition settings and stuff. Like, even I was like, oh, I'm just going to Google what a good setting is. Um, so uh, it also has that, uh, that cool writing that they're known for. It's... Uh, the story is, if you haven't played the first one, the second one, the story is going to miss you a little bit. But they try to do their best to catch you up. But um, I would say try it for the gameplay alone. Because um, other than Divinity, this is the only other, hey, we like old CRPGs. Let's try to make one, but with modern, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trappings. Not, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I can't think of the right word. Yeah, modern, uh, not misgivings, the opposite of misgivings. Um, Mr. Giving. The benefits <laughs> of 30 years of game development there. Uh, you know, it, it's not a near as clunky because I did replay Baldur's Gate and oh boy, oh boy. Uh, the, reason, yeah. the reason I brought this up, apart from the fact that I messaged you and said, I can't believe you stole Resident, e uh, Resident <laughs> Evil. I can't believe you oh, stole Final Fantasy. Oh, we're going to talk Resident Evil 7? No. I can't believe you stole Final Fantasy. What do you want to bring up and I'll say it? Was, now that you're saying that it's a big gen... Like, I played... I've done the Dragon Age to Dragon Age Inquisition thing, like, weeks ago. 
and it is a mar- marked difference to the point where it's like a brick in the face, would you still say go back and play Pillars of Eternity before you hit two? Um, you will see a marked difference enough to where if you played Pillars of Eternity one and then played two, Solus would remember that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, it, it's a big difference. Yeah. Have you played but- Divinity yet, Craig? No, I haven't oh, played. Div- yeah, see now there's the sticking point, right? Like, so this oh. is this is my point. Yeah, I got to Pillars of Eternity. Uh, I started playing it, and then someone, or uh, for some reason, I got Divinity, and I played like five minutes of that, and never went back to Pillars because Divinity is a very similar game, but much better on every level. Divinity um, wins in terms of gameplay. I think Pillars wins in terms of story and writing because Divinity's story is arguably garbage. Yeah, even even the second one's not great. But I mean, I love well, the Red it's, Prince. It's funny. But... It's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so could you do like? Could I do feasibly? And this is just me planning for the next few months. Pillars one, Divinity one, Pillars two, Divinity two. Would that be a sensible approach, or is that a bunk on that's approach to this? If I only had, if if like I had to pick which one to prioritize, I would prioritize Divinity just because that is masterclass. Mm-hmm. But um, Pillars, Pillars is it's just different. Uh, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I would say it yeah, works yeah. well on console as well. Like it's that, right. I was oh, it does. At how they did it very well on console. The yeah. writing matters quite a lot to me. It really does. I'd personally go Pillars 1 and 2 before you even touch Divinity, because I think... Yeah, 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 pretty much. I mean, and then you'll be sitting with us in this little can't wait for Baldur's Gate 3 uh, (laughs) club. Uh, Yeah, like, Divinity, you will love because of its gameplay. Mm -hmm. Uh, You will not love it because of its characters. Maybe Arhu, maybe. He's a cool little cat guy. But um, for the most part, it's why you play XCOM over mario rabbits okay is that level of yeah. oh this is really good yeah. kind of thing yeah i know it's like <laughs> facetious wise we were saying i would play mario over XCOM, but at the end of the day would you Pro- probably not no no if you want something to bite your teeth into yeah divinity is really the way to go and props if you can do it on the highest difficulty because i couldn't well you're well, just now. shit then Thank you Look, very much okay. for ruining my opportunity to talk about a Divinity Original Sin. Because <laughs> that's not on the cards anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> but luckily, okay. I have multiple different options. <laughs> not buggered yet. <laughs> oh, hold, I, on, I, hold on, hold on. Uh, you uh, Mike, have, first, you, Mike. have you played Pillars? I played... <laughs> I played the first hour. Uh, I saw the dead cow. I think, and I went. Okay, uh, and so then, enough to and get then I started Divinity Original Sin, and that was it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went from Divinity to Pillars and went. Okay, this is really good. I just need to. Mm. I mean, you can still talk about Divinity because we got no, all day no, to talk about no. Divinity. Go, go back to any previous Game of the Year shows, and you will find someone talking about Divinity Original Sin. <laughs> it's a fact. It's a fact. Um, or or Divinity Two, which is. Probably my most anticipated game that I've got, but don't know when to slot it in because it's going to be it's going to take a long while, and I'm you know I slot don't... it in after Darkest Dungeon, Mike. I'd recommend playing Darkest <laughs> yeah. Dungeon. How about first? before? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. If, do you think is that is that it for pillars now? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
because because I I'm I'm still stuck here. I, I don't want to. We're gonna have honourable mentions this year, right? Uh if we got time, yeah. Ooh, because I think I think the collection manor is gonna have to go out of the out of the pile. That can't that can't come in. It's you know. Way to mention it though, like Craig. I'm proud of you. I know. I know. <laughs> and the, there is a game I'm currently playing, but I think that can wait for the end of year, and it could well be game of the year. Um, however, however, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us down to the down to a place where uh, we remember Call of Duty Four. It was pretty good. A lot of people played it online. Now, how many people are playing Call of Duty Warzone? Not probably yeah, no one apart game. from me. <laughs> I'm playing it. I'm playing it. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah. it's bloody ace. I'm I'm absolutely amazed this year that um, a Call of Duty's in the running for me. Um, you know, when Divinity's your opportunity, when, when Divinity, my supposed game of the year, and Collection of Mana are your opposition, I think I think Modern Warfare is. Well, it's it's, it's just exactly what I'd want. As a moving forward from COD Four, you know, it's. I've not played the single player. Let's let's just make that clear. But playing multiplayer, playing the battle royale, it's it's a, it's amazing. It's it's everything you'd want if you were ever hyped about the idea of you know like a. What's that shit game that I used to harp on about but don't actually play anymore? Uh, player unknowns uh, battlegrounds. Oh, yeah. PUBG. PUBG, PUBG. It's it's PUBG pumped up to a more accessible sort of manner, and it just works well. It's it's really good. It's connecting me with some good old friends. It's got me through this whole. You know, I don't play enough games with the the podcast crew. I don't think, but we're getting to see all my old friends back from the PS3 days and stuff like that. Jumping into the into the servers, which are most likely located in the northwest of the country, and and. Getting back to my old accent for a little, little while, but then turning back on my southern <laughs> again is a uh, is is quite good. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's more to do with the company than the actual game itself. But at the same time, how the hell can you have 150 players on a on a huge scale map at the same time? We're talking mag levels, and it holds nobody, up well. Nobody, Mike, is talking mag levels <laughs> in the entire world. Nobody's talking that. I know, I know, but but I mean, Luke, you've you've played it. What what did you think of it? Uh, <laughs> so Craig will maybe uh, confirm this, but I have a bit of a rage problem, <laughs> especially with Call of Duty games. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was a bit hesitant to play this, but no, uh, they they've really nailed it. It's they've taken the the battle royale system and kind of made it their own. I think, um, or they've added enough to make it different. Um, I've only played with randoms. I've played once or twice with friends. Actually, um, I won one game, and it was just because I got grouped with two really good guys. <laughs> it was nothing to do with me. Um, but I, I really like the whole mechanic of it. I, I like the way that so when you die, you get pulled into this prison called the Gulag, and then uh, you have to have a one-on-one fight with another person that's died. If you win that fight, you get put back in. Um, but also if you if you're team want to they can spend money that you pick up from looting other players and looting items and you can uh you can you can get spawned back in that way so it's not just like i don't know i played PUBG a little bit and you if you die that's it you're gone so um yeah i, I really like it i think it's a great game well yeah. I've, i just started downloading it 
Like I, I, I looked at it and never even gave it a, a second thought in the slightest. I just thought, nah, it's just some other pish. But now I wonder how many, uh, let us say, middle-aged to older people are going to gravitate more towards this because Fortnite is way too fast. Fortnite's eight, right? Okay, like I don't know if this devalues any anything I've said before, but Fortnite is pretty ace at points. Fortnite is an amazing game. It is pretty decent. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, It's just, it is. I would have to sit and go, okay, I'm going to try to get good at this now. (laughs) It's not something I can just rely on my first-person shooter skills to get me by. I wouldn't bother, Dave. (laughs) Oh, no, no, I don't plan on doing it. It's just like um, Fortnite seemed to bounce off of, let's say, our age group. Mm Mm-hmm. And it seems like Call of Duty's catching those of us who have been playing yeah. first-person shooters for a very long time. The only reason I started on Warfare. I I started on Fortnite because Amelie was asking about Fortnite, and she's in the right, probably the lower mm. age range, but the right age range for wanting to play Fortnite because all of our colleagues and peers are playing Fortnite. All of um, our colleagues at her job. <laughs> No, in our group study. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I know you call term. them colleagues. I do. I, I'm in middle management now, so I just call everyone <laughs> colleagues. User colleagues. Colleagues. What else have we got to talk about this evening? I, I still um, can't get my head around around Fortnite. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's it, probably that old man sort of syndrome. I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah modern warfare, especially in terms of the uh, war zone works perfect for me and the the free weekends that they offer on the actual multiplayer itself shows me that that's that's just as refined as you'd hope it to be as well you know it's it's an absolute pleasure to run through shooting about 10 people in a row and then going yes <laughs> it just brings out you know I, I i was always the person who when i played online i was always terrified of, of speaking at all but it's like um you know, coming into it now, I, I still don't speak online, but secretly to myself, I'm, I'm shouting out loud, sort of like, you know, I, I guess that's sort of, maybe what a sort of like football passion would be like. I, I'm not a big fan of footy or anything, but I'm guessing that sort of, it gets to that level with me when I when I run around a corner and, and win a gunfight with someone, it's sort of, yeah, it's, it's again, again, it's, it's one of those sort of cross-generational things. It's, I don't know, again, if this, well, my, my PS, Pro agrees because it sets off like crazy. I put headphones on. I strip myself in a different room to the PlayStation when I play it um, because yeah, it's it's gone to Brazil seriously. But oh, I would worry though if it evokes that kind of emotion and passion that at some point Luke is going to throw his entire telly out the window or his wife, <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> as I'm long like as you, they don't like bring giving. Genji as a guest character, I think we're good. <laughs> oh, wait, wow. right. Like the Overwatch community at the moment Fucking is Genji. the single most toxic place in the entire planet. Like, yeah, it's, it's got League of Legends vibes to it now. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It it was always bad though, but yeah. It's like... uh, okay, so that kind of wraps it up. For us, in terms of what we played this year, uh, very briefly, because we realized this is running long and we're really annoying to listen to. Uh, we're going to talk about. Really annoying to edit. 
Well, no. Uh, editing, I like to think that you're just as enthralled as our audience might be right up until this point. And after this is when you start to get annoyed. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's throw out some what you're looking forward to after the last question. Da -da -da. Do you remember what your New Year's resolution was and have you accomplished it? Oh, Do you fuck. remember... Do you know what my New Year's resolution was? I know what yours was. I, I forgot what Luke's and Mike's were. I even listened to the episode and I forgot. <laughs> what was mine then? Just just while they kind yours, of scramble. You have accomplished. Uh, yours uh -huh. was to get more Platinums. Oh, right. Okay, I have proper, proper accomplished that. Yeah, so, you have. Craig, I, I, <laughs> I was looking I through your list of Platinums. And you know, like most, <laughs> most Platinums have like a like 0.2% achievement rate and like most of yours are like 26 27 percent of the people have got them <laughs> telltale percentages yeah got, yeah got good got good so i i yeah i think i started the year with 17 platinums in the past cup like six seven weeks i'm now up to 45 that, that is insane that's amazing i, I hate <laughs> um, you so much i uh, worked so hard for my platinums you so, bastard <laughs> The, the problem with my brain is I really like point-and-click adventures and I fell down and it's the notable... Remember you said earlier what what company um, or what game developer have you taken notice of this year? I'm surprised you haven't... You didn't pick them. I know, I know. But the thing is, I started off playing them and they're like, they're shitty point-and-click adventures with some hidden puzzles and they're shite. And I have seen in the past eight weeks I've went from... The first game they released, it's Artifacts Monday, which is some sort of like Eastern European, they just churn out like point and click adventures like nothing else. Um they've went from really shitty games where I'm like, this is terrible, but me and Laura like playing them together, through to the game I played today, the last game that they released, which I messaged Dave and I was like, it's almost on par with something like Machinarium, where it's it's like a really, really, really well told story in a really good game of point and click so I feel like I've seen this company grow right the way through <laughs> which is just it's it's nuts it's That's absolutely <laughs> it's nuts send them um, a how you're doing postcard Craig I know like like out of all things and just to justify because I feel like I need to justify everything because Dave rides me if I don't it's only <laughs> what? <laughs> the only the only reason that I've been playing so many shitty point-and-click adventures is because I've been sitting in my bedroom at the same time playing Dragon Age 1, Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age 3, Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, Skyrim, Oblivion. And I'm just like, I can't take any more RPG. I need something to just click. Yeah. I just need to click things. Still no Jade Empire, though. I do, I do want to point that out. Uh, oh, my God. You, you promised Jade Empire, Craig. <sighs> <laughs> Welcome to my world, Craig. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, so I've achieved. Luke, you I have achieved it. it. You are uh, the the uh, the gaming gods give you a blessing with the provision of play some decent games, Craig. And then they smack you on the forehead. Ah, <laughs> uh, Luke, Mike. I I remember my one. It's um. Okay. Oh, can he give you the definitive answer on the best Arkham game, I think? <laughs> How very topical. Yeah, I just, just finished Arkham Knight actually two nights ago and I got the platinum. So um, Congratulations. 
thank you yeah i am even more conflicted (laughs) 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 um so i was thinking about this this morning actually um so everybody i think universally says mass effect 2 is the best mass effect game but i think mass effect 1 is the best game for me because it had i don't know it it just was the one i fell in love with i agree with you what really it's a oh, oh we've got to have a discussion about this at some point um but yeah i think arkham asylum is the best batman game and even it isn't that's the best bonkers one. i i just i just i didn't expect that game to come out i fell in love with it at the time and for me the memory of that that. It's more than what Arkham Knight and Arkham City do. So you just said that Arkham Knight is the best Batman game. I, I missed. Is that right? <laughs> I think it is the I best game. He said City is close, but Arkham Knight is probably the best. I think that's okay. What he said. Right? Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> then I oh, totally right, agree. Okay. 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 Um, I uh, did you play Origins by any chance? Because that's one I played I, once and never went back to. Did I actually think that might be my second favorite? Just for the story, I really liked it. But yeah. Um. I haven't gone back Remember to that. Remember the fight one. with Deadshot being really good. That's... I like the whole like Joker, like him, like the, the fight. Oh, with the, the end black or... mask stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Um, yeah. So I, I'm even more conflicted. I didn't like the Batmobile stuff. I'm sorry. I just don't oh, think. It oh, I love the Batmobile. Yeah. I think mm. for me, the difference between Asylum, like I will just go straight extremes. I'll go Asylum or Night, and I'll go Asylum was great, but I think in terms of just openness. Night does it for me for freedom and openness and doing whatever the hell you want to do. It always plays into my enjoyment of it. So now, right, night is amazing for like just flying around the city and having that bit. But it's got that Assassin's Creed thing of like, holy shit! Look how much stuff there is on the map. Like it's so bloated. And the, the thing I liked about Asylum was it wasn't. It was Batman locked in with the criminals and. It's very, like, area-focused, right? Okay, I can see straight away this is going to be, like, a predator mission where I've got to sneak around and take folk out quietly before I can proceed. Oh, here's a big fight. It's like everything's completely signposted and you know what's coming. At night, they kind of transition that a lot better and, you know, it's more of a free-flowing game. But Asylum had the problem of emptiness, though. Like, going back was, like, if you had to go back through an area, was painful in Asylum. Because, oh, it's just Batman walking in a hallway. And while his shoulders are magnificent, that you get old after a while. Do you think it kind of has the the Metroidvania style to it? Oh, God, and I yeah. think that's maybe, yeah. like, ah, Night and Asylum, Night and City don't have that, but Asylum does. And I think that's maybe why I like it. It is so slight in Asylum. I mean, I mean, if you like it, that's great. I mean, I'm actually stuck in the middle of you two. Like, I think City is probably the best one. <laughs> just because um, it has the openness that Knight will have without so much of the bloat. Uh, the Riddler didn't spooge all over the map. Uh, and it, <laughs> and it, has, it has the really cool uh, enemy interactions of Asylum, but they're actually in their own element. So, like, you know, you fighting with Bane is really cool. And, you mm. know, the whole thing with Clayface is really cool. Um, so, yeah, I kind of fall in the middle of you two. Uh, but you're both still wrong about Mass Effect, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'd love it if they remade one with the mechanics from two and just had that storyline. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Mechanics of two, but the uh, the rest of the game from three 
would be my and bring Morden back from the, the biggest, dead, please. I, I, like story wise, fine and mechanics fine. Yeah, it's all but the cover mechanics are better on two and all that. But why the hell did they go from a gun that could cool itself down to a gun where you had to get thermal clips? Because That's they found a- out one was unbalanced for multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So Mike, you. Do you remember what your New Year's resolution was? I remember some of my resolutions. I don't remember this one specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's just say I always have a resolution which will revolve around either RPGs or the 3DS, which are both pretty much the same thing at this point. I, I think it was Xenoblade, Mike. Was it? I want to say it, it was. I thought it had something to do with the 3DS, but I could be yeah. mistaken. Yeah, if it was the 3DS, that one didn't work. If it was Shining Force, that one didn't work. If it was Persona, it's probably been done. And Maybe it I'm was Fire a Emblem? Suspicion. Well, funnily enough, um, I'm playing a Fire Emblem game at the moment. However, was this... Did I mention Divinity? Was that? Was it possibly that? Did I say, I will play this thing and blah, 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 something like that? You know, at this point, mate, you could just say it and nobody would... If that's, <laughs> just... the, case, if that's the case, I've yep. done it. I've done it, but... Yeah, we lose audience not... members every week, so it's a fresh stock that keeps coming in. Um, yeah. Well, it's if that Google is the bot. case, that means I'm the only one that didn't do mine yet, and uh, mine was to finally play Okami, and I still haven't done it because there's a bunch of games. Out and, yeah. So, uh, so I'm the only one the gaming gods look down upon with frowns and beards. Uh, okay, so let's make this really quick because we're at two hours and poor Craig. Uh, give me some games you're looking forward to other than Cyberpunk and Yakuza Like a Dragon because, duh. Cyberpunk was never going to be in my list anyway, was it? Come on, let's face it. Well, yes, I know you're strange, Mike. You're really strange. Come on. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter, but... Last of Us Part 2. Boof. Let's get it. Let's get it. It'll be out by the time this is recorded anyway, but I'm, I'm mega hyped. I'm not going to wait till the PS5 because I don't want it spoiled, so I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. And I've read the reviews today, so boof. Done. Oh, good. Good. Uh, how are the reviews? Just good, bad? Yeah, all, all pretty much good. The thing is, if, if I'm going to trust all the people with Death Stranding and they get it wrong, then... I'm going to not trust these ones. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all 10s across the board of a couple of 8s, and they're probably going to be saying something about, oh, women shouldn't be committing violence or something like that. And I don't know. I've not read them because I don't want to get it spoiled. But um, <laughs> uh, go on, I'll throw the other two in quickly. So 13 Sentinels, sure. Aegis Rim, because it's a Vanillaware game. I like Vanillaware games. I played the demo, been- even though it's Japanese, and... It was good. It was good, even though I couldn't understand a single bloody thing that was going on apart from the nurse with big boobs, who was amazing. So, uh, which is a universal <laughs> language, to be fair. Um, yeah, yeah. That game no. went dark for so long. I know. I've been expecting it since like 2017 or something, but I, I yeah, can't argue about it. I'm happened. still going to get it, and it comes out. Oh, in me too. Two Same here. So, so absolutely perfect. I would have loved an absolutely special sort of collector's edition thing with it, but an art book will be fine. I can live with that. Uh, so, to top it off. Uh, I was struggling with a third one, um, but I'm going to go Tales of Arise because I like having Tales games even if I don't play them. I'm, I'm, I'm free behind at the moment. I'm currently 10 hours into... I love into... the honesty. 
I'm in Tales of Zillia two. I've I've bought uh, Berseria, Ves- not Ves- I've bought oh I bought Vesperia Definitive Edition. I also bought um uh what the Zestaria. I've I've got them all lined up, but I'm never going to play them. But I like having them on my shelf. So yeah. Zestiria is the last one I needed to complete to where I finished all the ones I own and that will be the last one I complete unless they really change something I think for me um alright uh, Luke uh Divinity 3 uh is an obvious one Cyberpunk the last of the two and uh, I'll throw a curveball in there Telltale's Batman series 3 I played the second one. Um, is that coming out for sure? Yeah, I think it's pretty much it, oh, it's good, rumored, good. but confirmed. Yeah, I think they've they've sold the rights on to somebody else or the the, the team that are now. Isn't it? It's getting made. Kirkman's it. company has it now. Is it? That? I don't know if that was just a temporary thing or not. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of fell out of love with Telltale. I think like everybody broken janky engines and all the other shit. But the last Batman game was really really good. So Kelsey um, loved it. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, so that was another Game Pass game, and um, yeah, that's me. Uh, ap- apologies for the little laugh there, but Baldur's Gate Three is technically Divinity Three, so I'll let that pass. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like watching the trailers, it's like I'm glad you guys got the D and D engine. I love it, but boy, this is Divinity. <laughs> they, Which I mean, uh, hey, works. They might take the Bioware mantle. They're they're doing the whole. Uh, like wheel response thing that you get from the Bioware game. So, look to be fair, Bioware hasn't exactly done great with their mantle. So if they want to hand it to Larian, knock yourselves yeah. out, guys. I mean, PB was the best character we've all. It's no no argument there. That's Liam was the best character, sir. He had a sofa, a sofa. Uh okay. So for me, uh, a dumb one that I'm really looking forward to is Destroy All Humans Remaster because. That is a game I have some weird memories to, and it'll be great to see if it was just me being stupid and liking someone this game, or if it was really good. What? Someone has to be a fan. Yeah, someone someone out there is <laughs> me. Um, uh, I like it. it. It's the whole 1950s alien invasion thing. Playing as the alien is really cool, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, of course, Baldur's Gate 3, like we said. And I had 13 Sentinels down, but Mike swiped it, so I'm going to say Phoenix Point, which is a game that is already available on your PC, and it's not getting good reviews, but by golly, that looks like Terror from the Deep, and it's got some ties to Lovecraft, and so that's just Dave Dunn. He's going to play it. Um, It looks like it mixes Valkyria Chronicles with XCOM, which is a really interesting mix. So I'm very much looking forward to playing that on a console. That's you, Craig. I played it on PC. It's, it seems okay. Well, I only played, again, an hour. I mean, I'll play it, even if you said it was terrible. I'd still be like, well, Mike, thank you, but I'll play it anyway. <laughs> oh, crap. The name's completely dropped out of my head, but have you played fake, shitey Metal Gear Solid-like, lovely cover art? Left Alive! Left Alive. No, I haven't played it yet. That... Uh, my plan is, and I, depending on what I'm doing, it is, my plan is to have that be the last game of the year. Because I came in oh with a God. banger. I want to oh go God. out with a banger. <laughs> oh, that's going to be tense. Oh. So, Live stream uh, that. <laughs> no. Uh, your three? 
Uh, my three are actually six for some strange reason. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, so in the same breath, I'll say just from the shenanigans from last month's PS5 announcement, Hitman 3 and Deathloop, because Hitman and anything vaguely dishonoured, open running about and doing what the hell you want is just, it's my jam. You know what I thought of this morning? What? That game takes the aesthetics that We Happy Few tried to do and I think nails it better than We Happy Few. I'd, honestly, I'd, I've watched it. I've actually watched it a few times and I think, I'm not going to say it now because I know what my hype train is like, but I think it might be the thing I'm most excited about. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's the thing I'm most excited about. That is over. so strange! <laughs> but what? It's not. It's not strange. Given I mean, it's not back. strange because it's arcane. But yeah, it's but not yeah, strange that... for me. But it's a strange thing given everything else that's going on. Um, like no one said Ghost of Tsushima. 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 Yeah, I wasn't too excited about that until I found out that it wasn't a Souls-like painful death experience. No. Um, I thought, <laughs> I, for, for some strange reason I thought it was at first and I thought I really like the aesthetic it looks great it looks like it plays great but I don't like that kind of gameplay but now that I know that it's not that kind of gameplay I'm much more excited about it uh, like since I, I saw the gameplay yeah I'm, I'm kind of jammed for it yeah yeah um, the la- that's technically two games that I've said there so the third one that I'm going to say Oh god, it's two, but it's technically three games. So thirteen is getting a remaster, and thirteen holds a place dear <laughs> to my heart. I know, I know. Don't, Please don't tell me laugh. it was David Duchovny's stellar voice acting. Honestly, that game is is. I don't know what it is about my kid brain, but my kid brain says that game was good, and it's getting a remaster, which just reaffirms how good it was. And the same could also be said for the Tony Hawk remasters. I'm really looking forward oh, to yeah, Tony Hawk Remaster. One. Yeah, I, the only reason I throw that in there is because it's, you know, like Luke's talking about Ace Combat, and I'm talking like I've been playing RPGs, point and clicks, and first person shooters for God knows how long. So you just playing any sort of sports game, even though it's skateboarding or pl- flying a plane, it's such a different genre that I think that Tony Hawk's is going to be an, a massive hit for me because it will just be a, a palate-cleansing bit of different Not to mention, to I mean, those are some really good games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah apart from that, they are fantastic. It's the guys that made uh, Tony Hawk's 2 on the Game Boy Advance that are doing the remakes as well, so they've got some history with the series at least. Mm-hmm. they got some history that's before Tony Hawk's Underground, which is good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, just because it's on the list and I know Craig's looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to it uh, Psychonauts 2 uh, oh. needs to hurry up Tim Schafer it does thank you for mentioning that because I yeah, was going to and I thought well not but yeah it, it does something even just a date even if it was 2022 just just a date so that right. we can have something to look forward to Okay, so we have one question to finish this off, and then you each, I'm being generous here, I want rapid fire, three games you're looking forward to for next gen that, you know, aren't cyberpunk or Yakuza Like a Dragon. So, your question is, out of all the games that are set to come out, 
Which one do you think is going to fail? Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> like, out, <laughs> out of all the ones I've personally mentioned, Mike might be right. <laughs> really? I don't. Has Sucker Punch put out a flop? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of their stuff, but I don't think they flopped yet. I have a suspicion that Cyberpunk's not going to be as good as everybody thinks. Burn the witch. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I just I don't know. It seems like it seems like there's it is a, a big, massive okay, right. amount of hype. It, it's a big jump s- between Witcher and what this is, and there's also not been a huge amount of it shown. But I don't know. Well, it's okay. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. But <laughs> um, for me, like because I didn't like the first one, I think The Last of Us Two is gonna be guff. All right. Okay. Uh I'm gonna beat you all with the answer that nobody thinks of, but then when you think of it, you're like, oh yeah. Um, Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's definitely. Yeah. I wish anyone that. that was giving <laughs> See, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am totally gonna buy it because I really wanna see what they do, but yeah. I have a feeling that's not gonna be very good, but I'd love to be wrong. All right. So, your next. Oh, God. It could, could be a Death Stranding. It might, it might flip. It could be terrible. You're right. It could be terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So just because this is the list in the party, I'm going to name my three, then Craig, Luke, and Mike. All right. Okay. So my three, Bayonetta three, works well. And then Spelunky two. And why not? Let's go. Uh, hold on. I have it written down. Uh, okay. So I wrote down the names of the games, guys, but they all bleed together. Uh, it's coming for the Xbox, and it's a survival horror game that has Akira Yamaoka doing the music. And I think it's Ebb. I think. But it may be Disintegration. Or Medium. I'm not sure. So, the one that Akira Yamaoka is working on. There you yeah. go. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. I can't remember the name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Craig, you're up. I, yeah, but what, what are we naming? I've, I've totally lost the plot. Next-gen games you're looking forward to. All oh, right. Okay. No, I I would probably stick with the same games or mostly the same games that I have mentioned just there. Deathloop, Hitman. 3. Okay. Okay. And then the third one isn't the third game that I mentioned. It is Flip. What's his name? That's Flip a very Hawkins. strange title. Flip Hawkins. Trip Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> okay. Flip the clown from Little Nemo. Uh, uh, my head. Flip my Wilson. Head. Nope. Hey, uh, describe it. Uh, so it's some sort of it's it's Japanese. It's in Tokyo. There's some sort of supernatural. Uh, uh, ghost Tokyo ga- ghost. Ghostwire. Um, Ghostwire. Ghostwire. Uh, Ghostwire. There is we it? go. Well, what's his name? Shinji Mikami is his name. Shinji Mikami. Thank you. <sighs> my head. Yeah, so Ghostwire would be the third one. And I think just again on aesthetics and the general floaty coolness, it just it looks Mwah. I like Mikami's last two, so I'm looking forward to that one mm-hmm. too, yeah. Uh Luke. Um I'm gonna go Spider Man. I thought that looked pretty cool. Uh the Ratchet and Clank obviously and uh, is it Devil Inside Me? What was that game called? A Little Devil Inside. Yeah, that, yeah. Looks, that looks I, interesting. I love the animation of that. That 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 really captured me. So yeah, 
that'll be my any trailer that makes a poop joke you got my attention (laughs) simple things huh yeah yeah uh mike Sugar, I'm I'm, stu- I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Uh, Resident Evil Eight, Re- Resident Evil Village Eight, blah blah blah, whatever it's called. Um, that Pragmata probably going to be good. It's a Capcom game. <laughs> so that leaves me with one more random choice. I probably say uh, Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> Time Leap, Leap Time, All right. Force. Our, I'd love it if all a you reft, guys a reft apart. That's the one. I don't like that there's no double entendre there, but eh, you know, I mean, up your arsenal is easily the best. Uh, I think we are done here. If you made it this far, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this this was a little rough because you know it, it's just a bunch of dudes blathering. So uh, let us know what you're looking forward to. Uh, did you see? Kina, like my daughter, and go bug nuts because it looks amazing. Or, you know, are are you looking forward to something on the Xbox that I can't think ever wild from Rare? Or maybe you're going to stick your guns and stay Nintendo. Uh, Let us know what your plans are for, you know, next gen. Um, If not, and that sounds very boring to do, you can always suggest a game for us. Uh, You can do that at at thebiteffect.com, which is arguably the same place that you would have done the thing that I just suggested you do. And, um... Our next big episode is The Outer Worlds. Not Wilds. But The Outer Worlds are wild. So technically, it's The Outer Wild Worlds. Hmm. Um, That's our next big game. Our next two Retro Rewinds are going to be The Darkness uh, and Gears of War. Gears of War. I I gave it some thought. Mike Luke. Um, Not only are they going to yell here they come a bunch of times they're also not going to do the remaster because that's not the point of the show but i i, uh, I am going to buy the remaster just because why not um, game pass <laughs> game pass is for schmucks um <laughs> real people have discs other than that uh the they next don't. big game is darkest <laughs> dungeon which is something that uh actually has caught a lot of flack recently and I'm very curious to see what Craig and Mike both think about it, uh, because we all know that I like it. So uh, if you have thoughts or you'd like to make maybe counterpoints, uh, let us know, because oh. it's a very divisive game. I, I, I absolutely love it. Just Thanks for clear. spoiling that, Craig. Oh, mm. shit. Mm. <laughs> can, I, can I request that you all have the narrator's voice throughout the duration of that podcast? If I had my way, I would cut out my own voice box and put that man's voice inside. And Don't then when think I felt we're at that point in life, but <laughs> yeah. well, well, if I felt spicy, I would then change it to the narrator from Bastion. So I think I have all bases covered, and I will become the next fat pasty sex symbol. All right, I think that's it. We're all done. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you, Luke, for popping back on to let us know that you have terrible taste in video games you're welcome it was been a pleasure uh, (laughs) and we will catch you next time when we're back to our regularly scheduled broadcasting which we don't broadcast you click on it and then you download it so it's not really a broadcast 